All right, joining us this week for episode number 29 of Off the Rails, we have My Sock Summer from the 108 podcast, along with Teresa E, also from the 108 podcast. Welcome, guys. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Good. How, uh, is it, is it like a night off when the games are away, or would you prefer to be at the park every night? I, I think I, I need these nights off. I like I'm I'm gonna have a couple beers with you fellas tonight, but uh, but generally I'm like okay, this is the night I'm not gonna not gonna drink too much because like the the weekend, especially we just had the the like the long holiday weekend, and like I like yesterday, which was which was Monday Memorial Day, I was just like I, I don't need any booze. I just need to I just need to sit still for like most of the day. Yeah. So the, uh... Away, the away stands are liver refreshers. A bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Depending, I mean, I guess they have been for the past like year and a half. the The problem is, is we're gonna get back out into the bars and stuff for the weekend series. So, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's gonna be the, the the away weekday series, I guess. Are the, the refreshers? Last week was a week though. That wasn't that wasn't like a normal week. We had the you know you had St. Louis in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I I was drunk Monday and Tuesday. I was Thursday drunk on Tuesday, which is a really good like a Thursday drunk's a good drunk. You know that's your little Friday. So I mean Friday you're really hammered, but like little Friday. But when you're getting that when you hit that level at on a Tuesday, it's um it, it's that's fucking max, bro. That's that's different. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I was drinking a lot. We drank a lot of pineapple guppy, and like because of the way that things have been with the with the um, COVID shit, um, we haven't all been sitting by each other, which has been very beneficial for my liver because these guys, <laughs> the brothers, drink a shitload. So like now that beef loaf is sitting directly behind me, it's like every fucking like inning he's throwing beers at me so it's it's different and rick and then you have to buy back because that's the way it is but but yeah like yesterday was all like just oh i have to do my laundry for like you know these last however many games or i have to clean up all this stuff that i haven't touched since last monday because it's been we've just been going to games so it's been nice though i mean i like i like the having the nights off but i also like miss being able just to be like all right to, to like the household responsibilities, be like, all right, see you later. All right, I, I cooked dinner. Now I'm I'm out of here. So, are are you guys going to be back in the regular seats soon, or they just kind of keep bouncing you around? We don't know because so the the this homestand is through like they considered this all like one homestand despite the trip to Cleveland. So through like June 16th, we have the same seats. So I'm sitting in the same section as my suck summer and beef loaf, but uh, 23 rows apart. <laughs> so, so I can't exactly pass beers back and forth with them. Um, but I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the vendors to come back. I'm hoping that the vendors come back before we even get back to the 108. So, like, I'm hoping that they they are back like the next the next time I'm in the park because then I could just tell them, hey, there's two fat guys down there. Go, mm-hmm. <laughs> we could just have rounds like that. So go, oh, there's an old guy up there. Yeah, I, I was gonna say you could make like a giant one of those giant snake cups over to them. Oh, oh those those are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I that, you guys keep posting pictures. I'm just like, what the heck, man? I was like, this is wild. 
It's crazy. Times. It's crazy to see how intense everyone out is out in the bleachers now because it's been it, I, I mean they've always been kind of crazy when there's a lot of people there, but like not not recently. Like <laughs> it, it's just like like on a random Wednesday or Thursday they have 1300 cups stacked up. It's like that's insane. <laughs> Who's drinking all this? And I and I I, I'm not like I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, but I, I don't know. The, the, the Sox were breaking it up for a while, and then they just stopped. So I wonder, they're like, you know what? This is getting us impressed. Let's like let's just keep this going. And no one's fought anybody in an inning or two. So like let's just let's just let it continue. That's always so, helpful too. It, yeah. it kind of creates a barrier. They're like, I mean, you put plastic stuff up in between you all the time anyway. So I mean, they're just like plastic right. Yeah, they keep kicking them out at Wrigley for that. So the White Sox are probably like, well, we're the cool stadium now. So yeah, they, I haven't seen anyone get kicked out for that. I see them break mm. up, right? But like, I think that the 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 like the security and ushers are probably like, I don't want to touch that shit. <laughs> so, so like, so like they probably just like leave it alone. Like, I mean, I yeah. like, I don't know. I I don't want to like. That's the only part to me. Like, I it's in the bleachers. If you're having fun doing that, that's fine. It's just kind of gross to me because it's like I <laughs> like no one like you know when you're finishing that many beers, you're not finishing those beers. There's all kinds of backwash in those, man. That is just a <laughs> that's just a biohazard, man. I don't want to be a yep, part of that. Yep. And the, the ushers are probably like that too. They're probably like, I don't want to touch that. That's disgusting. You guys, you guys, you guys can hold on to that all game. That's uh, I don't care. Is is it wild in the bleachers? Because is that where White Sox Dave sits? It seems like every time he posts tickets, it's like one fifty-seven or something. So, do yeah, they get a little more crazy out that way? He's over there. He he doesn't stay there though. I feel like he moves around a lot because he's afraid that somebody's gonna like come and beat him up. So, like he's always just he's like like filtering through the stadium. You know, like he's in the set. He'll like always he definitely post pictures like he's like sitting in the scout seats because he wants to be a big show offer. You know, he's like, look at me. I'm in my big fancy seats. I'm White Sox Dave. And then, like, you know, he'll come sit with us for a couple innings or something and not post shit. And you're like, you fucker. <laughs> you know? That's the best part about games, though, is, like, when you, like, when you have, like, a little bit of pull and you can just kind of, like, roam the stadium. I mean, yeah. <laughs> or go just do it. <laughs> yeah, sucks. that's true, too. <laughs> it seemed to be kind of easy. Like, it really isn't. Like, they're not cracking down this year like they have in years past. So it's been pretty, like easy to like move around like this the ushers don't seem to give a fuck yet they will i'm sure soon like when it starts filling up a little more they'll probably get a little bit more um hey let me see your ticket but what we've learned over the last year like last you know few years is you just act like you know where you're going and then they just don't say anything to you like like if you hesitate like king nam our guy that eats like you know 100 and 100 149 and a half hot dogs one year one season like he was he always is like weirded out like he's gonna walk by the usher and they're gonna ask him so he's already pulling out his phone and i'm like you gotta stop that just go don't don't show him anything just go because he's gonna be like well i only have two tickets for this area but there's three of us so like no 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 just go go you don't, don't it's like when talk. you're when you're 18 and you're about to get carded at the door and you're like <laughs> oh really you need to card me how old i look you know <laughs> well, they had it they have it or had it blocked off right behind 108 when we were at the game. But like, I think we were technically supposed to stay on like the lower number side, but you could just go up either side of the section, like Treasy and uh, Beef Loaf were in 105, and we went over and sat with them. Nobody gave us any shit for anything. Yeah. yeah. And that was like when it was supposed to be more on lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was when it was, that was when it was actually supposed to happen. And like, it wasn't happening. 
So, no. I mean, it I is like ball, it ballparks is. lately have been a little bit loose. Did you see the guy run on the court at the basketball game the other night? Oh my god! <laughs> did you see? I, did, well, did you see the side view where like he was like where it shows him like literally coming down the? He was no. just he was just in a dead sprint like no one was stopping. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> I saw him get out on the court, and I saw. I think he went up and tried to touch the yeah. touch the backboard, right? And then just got tackled. You got tackled. Like it was. Yeah. You know what though? It was a it was a leg tackle. Yeah. So it wasn't as great as it could have been. Like if he would have been coming down from touching the the board and got one like right in the chest, that would have been that would have been much more spectacular. Or if he, or if he would have went up to touch the board and like someone flipped him old school like eighties basketball style, <laughs> like, that would have been great too. But dude, these these fans lately are getting a little nuts at these basketball games. I I mean I feel like it, everywhere. Like it, I feel like there's just like this pent up need to do crazy shit. And it was just like like we were talking about this on our podcast, and I was like, you know, I had all these things that I wanted to do when once you know once I got vaccinated, right? Like I want to go to dinner with with some friends, and I want I want to go get some drinks with these guys, and none of the shit that's happening is anything I had on my list. Like fist, like fist fight with 30 people in the bleachers was not on my list. <laughs> Run on a basketball court so that I could go to jail. Not on my list. Like I, I, I but people have different lists. They're into different stuff. I, I, you know, I can't judge them. Some people just want to prove to themselves that they're still alive, you know? And they're like, sometimes it's not just good enough to show up to the basketball game. You need to be taken out of the basketball game or the baseball well, game. Well, it's weird too now too, because I'm like, I feel like now is not the time to be doing that kind of stuff. Like if you want to throw a bottle at like Kyrie Irving, like do that when the everything's packed, it's a little harder to catch you. Like, <laughs> they're like, Oh, is that guy over there sitting by himself? Like, so stupid. Them. Like, you guys are idiots. They just need to have like Ron Artest and like Steven Jackson posted on the sidelines for shit like that. <laughs> they go up there and beat the fuck out of them. Man. Oh, Basketball man. Is, is a weird one though. Cause I mean like, like baseball, you can hop the fence and like run on the field. I mean, but you're kind of outnumbered. I mean, well, basketball, you're outnumbered too, but I mean like you're right there on the basketball court. I mean like literally, yeah. I mean all the time the players go in the stands and, Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it happens in baseball too, but like not as much. Like, I mean, you can literally reach out and touch somebody if you have no decency. You just be like, "There's, there's much more barrier in baseball, <laughs> right?" Like, I mean, like there's it, a net. Like, in fact, the net. The net, what's funny is the net has one gap in it, and it's it's like right at our section, <laughs> and so there's like the foul pole, and then like three feet wide to the net, and it's like now every person that runs on the field is going to come from our section. So I don't know if I love that or hate that, but uh, at least we're gonna get to see it every time it happens. Right? You should be. You should just like have somebody like post it up like right at that spot and be like, "Are oh, you gonna hop on the field throwing this one away?" Sure. <laughs> Here's a GoPro. <laughs> do you do you like that more or less than the wave? Running oh, on the field. Oh, yeah, I, I like. Well, I right. like it, but I am also like I I like, I like circus acts. I like seeing them get obliterated. So I, I think like that, that part of it, because like you're an idiot if you're doing that. Like, this is just a, like, it's, it's just the stupidest thing you could do. One of the stupidest things you could do in a baseball stadium, <laughs> throwing a ball back on the field is the stupidest. That's pretty, but stupid. the, but the, the, uh, the running on the field is just so, so dumb. At least the wave, like, you, you know, no one's going to jail. I don't think, uh, but like the, should be though. the, the running on the field, like, is just like I, I don't get the I don't get the allure. Like, you, they don't show it on TV. You know, mm. someone will probably post a picture of you. Like, but is you know, is that what you're gonna do to get 
get some some likes on Twitter. Like, I mean, because you're gonna go to jail and you're gonna pay like what is it? My stock somewhere like five hundred dollars or something. Yeah, I think it was like eight. It was like five hundred or eight fifty. I I don't remember exactly. I know it's 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 enough money that like it's yeah. And you usually get banned from the stadium too. Like they're like you can't come back. It's like a Calvin Klein law or some shit they, or they rural or whatever they call it. What they can't enforce that though. That's true. Because Slim Mix been back at Newcomers game. He's supposedly banned from there. So like I, was, I don't know. I was there the day he got banned. That was awesome. Oh, I mean, it's just like, you know, there, there's, I, I guess you don't have to use the retina scan every time, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't like the, I don't like the wave at all. And I, I love fights. I love watching people fight. That's fun. <laughs> as long as the people are like, don't get hurt, like never too hurt. Like, yeah. I don't want to see somebody get really, really hurt. Like just like fun hurt. Like the, um, uh, <laughs> And the, but the wave it's just fine. angers me. Unhurt. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, just like, oh, I, I got a black eye or, oh, I broke a nose or something. Not like, oh, I lost my finger, you know, or um, like, I feel like the, the I fun hurts. caution and now yeah. I'm in a coma. Like, that's not it, fun. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I feel like yeah. the, fun, the fun hurts like uh, like me and my brother when like my brother put my head through a plate glass window and then like 30 minutes later we're playing PlayStation. Like as a yeah. kid, that's like the fun hurt. You're like, mm-hmm. you know. I'm just super glue that right back together and you you're like just carry on. You're good. Dude, I mean it was I mean, that's what you do as a kid, you know? I mean right. you're durable. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I but I love all that that goofy shit. I don't particularly care for the cup snakes, um, uh, but that doesn't bother me. I guess it's funny. It's fun to watch. People get excited by it. And I'd rather watch that than watch the wave. The wave just angers me. And and even this last weekend, like while they're doing it, like I, I was just getting so so angry. Like this is ridiculous. Can the wave even be good if it's like socially distanced? It doesn't. I don't feel like the wave can. It's probably when people were trying to start it when we were in pods, and I was just like, "What are you doing?" There's like, there's no one for fifty feet. What are you? How are you gonna start a wave? But like this past weekend, like you know, we're back and like like sixty percent, or I don't know if it was sixty percent. It felt like a lot more, but (laughs) but they were they were doing the they were able to do the wave. The thing is, like, I I just I, I have this like hatred for the wave because there's only like like you're either gonna do it well it's a close game and then why are you doing that because that's a stupid thing to do like like trying to keep track of the wave while there's an awesome game going on is is stupid but then the other thing is when it's a reasonable time to do it means that like we're probably getting our asses kicked (laughs) so like like i hate i just hate it like it's just it just makes me angry all the time when i see it yeah, it was three three, and they were starting. Yes, I, the the other day when it was tied, it was tied, and I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is happening?" Sit your ass down and drink some Goose Island beer. Jesus Christ, that's all you got to do. Nice plug. I don't yeah. mind that. Got so, uh, I noticed when I was at the game, and then I heard Dan Bernstein talk about it this morning on the score. How do you feel when fans boo the other team when they throw over for the first time? They just <laughs> automatically boo. So, so I like. I don't I don't care that much about it. My wife hates it. She cuz cuz and and she's absolutely right. For one, like you know, this is part of the game. They're trying to hold the runner on. But two, let these idiots keep trying to throw over. So let them throw it away. We got right, guys yeah. that are really fast. Let the let the ball go go flying and they just run off. Even the getting picked off recently. Tim Anderson such a great base runner that he danced around until and pointed Collins home to, to make sure that they got the most out of him getting picked off. Like that's, you know, that's the kind of thing, like, you know, I, I'll take that over 
you know, over just like booing constantly for that. I, I don't know. I it, it doesn't like I said, it doesn't really bother me. I just don't I don't do it. I wonder if it's like an intimidation thing. Like the it's fans just are just trying like, to intimidate the pitcher. They're like, Don't you dare do that. Would in that our intimidate house. you? I would no I would just keep <laughs> but like over. <laughs> I would just encourage you to do it more. Like there's there's like many like things that people do that they think works that like don't work, you know, especially from the bleachers, you know, like trying to punch a chick in the face when she's two rows above you, you know, like she just like swinging, like, like you you're not Elastigirl, you're not gonna nail her in the jaw, like you gotta get close there to hit her in the jaw. She Jeez. was fucked when she did not have the higher ground by like a lot. Yeah, like that's. You, if you're above somebody, Wars. you're winning that. Yeah, I was say the person with the lower ground is like completely screwed in the stands. First off, if you get hit and knocked out, you got the worst end. You're ro- you could you could definitely do some damage rolling backwards. Yeah, <laughs> but also you're just in a bad position to start with, especially if it's two females. Because if it's a male and a male, like the one male, the low male, he could go right for the nuts, right? Because yeah. like that's right where you're going. So like you at least have a chance, but then you got to hit and just run. So yeah. like, cause you're, you, you're not going to beat them up at that point. But, so, yeah. So you're going, you're, you're fine with the low ground. You're going to get in one nut shot and then you're going to, you're going to run, run like out hell. of there. Run like hell. I mean, if you get a I'm good, not if doing you, that, I'm not getting in fights. I mean, if you get I'm, a good, if you get a good nut shot though, like he's definitely bending over. You can probably get a good combo punch. Probably face shot, uppercut him. Yeah. And, uppercut then get him. Out of, yep. and then get out of there, you know, that's true. <laughs> so I feel like, I feel like the move with every woman's fight, like if you really didn't want to be in the woman's fight and you were at a disadvantage, if you're a lady, is if she's wearing a jersey, you rip the jersey off. Most likely, she's going to try to cover herself, but then you just dip. <laughs> I think that's the I way. Right? Low-key, I think that's just how you want to see women. Like, you know, you want, just want to see some, maybe see some breasts. It's, it's, and that's it's, okay. There's nothing it's, wrong it's with ne- that. It's never, an, it's never the good-looking ones. <laughs> I, know, I, I remember watching like a bar rescue and this girl... Like or they this bar had like a bunch of fights in it, and the John Taffer's like, This is how you break up these fights. And he's like, You freeze these towels, and then you just put them on the back of the girls' necks. So like they get these frozen necks, and then they just like they go, oh, they go like that, and then you can grab them and pull them out. I'm like, that is just crazy. And I bet it works. Like, it if there's like does. a legit fight, you just put a frozen towel on the back of her neck, and like she's gonna be like, All right, I'm done fighting. I don't want to fight anymore. But towels don't instantly freeze, so that means you have to keep <laughs> That's frozen well, towels on hand because there's so many fights in your bar. Like, yes, maybe new business plan. Maybe, well, maybe new business saying, plan first. They were trying that, but they didn't want you know they didn't want the hooligans to keep coming back in and, and screwing up their new uh, their new John Taffordized bar. So that's probably actually a good plan though too, because like if you put it on and like they should react like that, right? But if they don't, then you're just like, well, we're not even trying to break that one up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You could do that too. <laughs> you could pop them right in the jaw with a frozen towel. You guys could bring a cooler to the game of frozen 108 towels. The or exchange it for beer. Start breaking up fights fight over there. Jeff, I don't know if you know, but you can't bring anything into the park unless it's in a, a plastic bag. Like you can't even bring a full pizza in a pizza box, as, as I found out a couple of years ago. I thought you I could like, bring in some stuff. There's you a- can, and it depends who's like checking you at the gate. I mean, now it's like all pretty standard, but like back then, like I knew people that brought in cakes, full cakes with like a <laughs> serving knife. It was plastic, but still a serving knife. And then I walk up with a full pizza in like in the box and they were like, yeah, no, you can't bring this in. 
I was like, why can't I? And they're like, because it's not in a plastic bag. I go, so if I put a plastic bag around this entire thing, I can bring this in? And they're like, yes. I go, okay. Well, next time. So, Have you tried it? No. no. There's actually uh, one of the comedians. There's a comedian. I forgot who. I forgot, Sarah Kalana, maybe? She's married to the the kicker who used to kick for the Seattle uh, Seahawks. And like she like has like a whole line of like women's bags that are made just to go to games. Because like literally... Yes, this like impossible. She's like, it's impossible to get in a damn game, even if like you're like, yeah. Well, right now, especially like you have to have like a clutch. Like the girls have to have a clutch. Yeah. How you know? how much do they search the diaper bags? I know you have to have a kid with the diaper bag. Yes, you need to have a kid. <laughs> uh, I haven't brought a diaper bag, and both my kids thankfully are out of that. But what I have noticed is that if you put anything in the bottom of the stroller, they, they ain't really looking. No, for well, sure. I, That's I, I could have like 18 bottles of Bacardi for Wally money in there, and they would not even, they would never notice it. Well, yeah, you normally you have to bag, check. Good. Yeah, you're, yeah. Well, that would be, that would be double making it double secure, though. I mean, you definitely, That's definitely what you, how you do, do they, it. Do they check for the infant, though? Like, because it says infant must be present. Like, if I brought a stroller, but it was like a cabbage patch doll in there, do you think they'd notice if I was like, I think they might. like a, a case of beer underneath a cabbage patch doll or you in the to, cabbage patch doll? You'd probably have to go to a guy entering because guys aren't going to be like, oh, look at the cute baby. They'll just be like, come on. If you get one of the women to do it, they're going to be like, oh, let me see. Yeah. I'll just I'll just put a little recorder in there and just have it like playing <laughs> playing the kids screaming, just like oh, yeah, just let me just let me through, guy. <laughs> guy, oh, I, I, maybe maybe you hit him with the oh the baby's sleeping move like right because it's so quiet usually yeah. when you're walking into a game like yeah. they usually can sleep through that shit. <laughs> we're the Millers. That's what I noticed. Had the uh, kilo of weed and they were like <laughs> got pulled over and they're like oh the baby's sleeping. Let me see little LeBron. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the ways you could like you could like uh, literally like just rig out like a stroller like you know like the pipes and like make them like hollow them out and like put like like l- liquor lines in them and like taps on them. <laughs> yep. a lot of that stuff. I did not take an edible tonight. If you were wondering, gems, um, I did not. Uh, I have uh, tried to stay relatively straight for you guys because I took one before the last Sunday soak in about. 15 minutes into the soak it hit and i was like oh and i <laughs> announced to everybody in the soak and then the people watching at home my edible just hit so get ready for it because it's <laughs> i'm gonna be a little little bit more chatty so and i was I definitely was he proceeded to tell a story that was 27 minutes <laughs> that's not true and three sentences <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a bad word economy right there. <laughs> was it the uh, same prom night pot story? You know what's funny is that uh and I'll just I'll just tell this real quick but I had some friends from high school come in and visit but a friend from high school and then his sons his three sons and they're all one's in college and two of them are still in high school. And uh we're sitting they came in and they're like, "Hey, we just heard your your podcast." We'd listen to it on the way in. And I was like, oh, cool. And I didn't think about it. And then I'm talking through, of course, the conversation. I was like, hey, did you guys have a good time at prom? And they're like, yeah, but not as fun as you did. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. You did hear that. And then the one guy's like, what teacher was it? And I told, so I told him. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's right. His daughter was in your class. And I was like, yep, 100%. 
I was oh. just like, just take it easy. Yeah, so <laughs> it's pretty cool. Like, I had another friend from high school today, like, I forgot you had a podcast. I'm listening to it today. I'm like, oh, I'm getting ready for the, uh, hey, where did you guys smoke up and not let me know? Why didn't was I not involved in the smoking of the pot before we went to prom? So it was very last minute, you know? It was just, I don't know, it was fun. It was a good time. It was a good remembrance. If I remember it now still, you know, it's it was definitely a good story. Proms are always weird. I, I don't know like where if, when where you guys went to school, but like our prom was like so segment so, so segmented that was like we had like way too many people first off like at the prom because we had I graduated with eight hundred and like forty kids. So oh it was, Jesus! Like, it was just way too many kids. My entire high school. This <laughs> is too many kids. Like I, gems. I'm surprised people. Did you did you guys do your prom at your high school or did was it like off location? It was off location. Yeah, ours was off location too. Ours. Ours was like at a hotel. I did not go to it. Why didn't you Uh, go to it? So, well, first of all, I didn't have a date. So then you kind of like, I don't want to go to this. And then my buddy was like, hey, we're doing this big party after prom. And he's like, you know, I know you said you might not go. Do you think you could go to the hotel and just hang out there with a few people that are from, you know, this other school? And I was like, so you guys are going to go pay money to go to this prom and I'm going to go to the place with all of the beer and drugs <laughs> or like hours before you get there. Yeah. I'm going to go to that place. So that, that made my decision fairly easy. How, how many whippets did you do in that hotel room before everybody else showed up? You know what? Not that those night. are like real popular then, right? Weren't they? Not that night. Yeah. But this was, uh, yeah, this wasn't, th- I, I had a couple different, groups i hung out with in high school this wasn't that group. this wasn't the whippet crowd <laughs> this wasn't the whippet crowd but the there was a whippet crowd for sure dude yeah no they were we had kids doing drugs at our prom just at the prom they were like they weren't even trying to hide it i was like you guys are terrible at this <laughs> <laughs> did yeah. they get caught though no that nah, see they're those, not terrible but those are like, the future run on the field people <laughs> those are the run on the field people in the future because they're like oh, i'll never get caught for anything until that that security guard lays you out in the middle of center field well the, well, invisible. the, the crazy part was it was i went to like uh one of those like international baccalaureate schools so like super 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 Yo, smart what the fuck is that so they're like basically like so it was a four point scale. I graduated. I was a uh, 670th in my class out of 840. And I had a 4.6. Oh, so Dude, that just sucks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, it was one of those schools where everyone was just too smart. And then, so like the kids who were doing drugs at prom were like full ride scholarship, 1600 SAT to John Hopkins university. You're like, that guy's going to operate so, on you someday. Great. So tell, <laughs> tell me this because I've known two people that got like that got 36 on their ACTs. Yeah. And both of those people failed out of college their first year <laughs> oh and had to go to community college yeah. to get their GPA back up to get back into college. And my <laughs> stupid ass got like a 22 or something on my ACT. I never one time had to leave school, nor did I fail anything. So I was like, <laughs> like what the fuck is this? Like it, it kind of it has me concerned. Yeah, um, sort of, but not really, you know, because I'm like, hey, they just don't know how to handle themselves. So but maybe they needed to do whippets in maybe. front of like the principal, you <laughs> I mean, know, at the thing, just to like relax because they're just like, <laughs> oh, fuck, this is going to be a rough time here going to med school at John Hopkins. Well, that's the thing. I think Johnny, I, old Johnny Hopkins. Well, <laughs> I know like, him. 
the kid that was like our we went to uh, high school together. Our valedictorian wasn't even the smartest kid to, at our school, so it was like I think that was the thing. And then like when they graduated, they just all went on to like bigger schools with and then they were like basically just normal. You know, what I mean, you go from being like the super smart kid at your school to being like just normal because you're yeah at a super smart school. So well, you're at the super smart school, like everyone's fucking smart, and you're like you're like the bottom third of your class, and you have a higher yeah. than a, than the the acquired or the required GPA. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. most yeah. of it was because I was just taking college classes already. <laughs> like, yeah, which helped, but I mean, yeah. were you just taking like art and music classes to like pump it up? Dude, no, actually, uh, well, I was the I was the uh, president of the art club, so I did take art class every year. But like, I enjoyed art. But like, I I tried to my senior year was like we we did the block scheduling, so you had four classes a day, and uh, three of my classes each day was PE. So that was my was senior like, schedule. I was like, yeah, let's get this. Hot. Let's get this like real <laughs> easy, easy credits. <laughs> so were you an art major then? No, I, I was going to actually go to be a PE teacher. That's actually like, that's what I was. That's going why you're taking PE three times a day. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, like, well, I got to get used to it. Well, I was yeah. I wasn't planning on staying in college more than like one, maybe two years. I was going pro. I was that was my that was the goal. Well, yeah, because you were a baseball player, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like you had the you had the big pop. You had the yeah. quick pop, one point nine pop. I did. Right? I did. The best part was, is uh, I'm a left-handed though, so it doesn't. That's right. Help me. That's so, right. So then they moved me a pitcher, and then I threw ninety-one. So where'd I mean, you go to college? I went to a college in. It's actually not even a college anymore. It's the best part. Um, so I went to Cumberland County College in New Jersey. I thought you were going to say Trump University. No, nope. like, here, here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> Trump nope. University. I got a really good set of steaks though, and some awesome vodka. <laughs> my, no, I'm sorry, my, fir- my first night in New Jersey, I was in New Jersey. My first night in New Jersey, I did stay in the Trump Hotel in Atlantic City, though. So, I mean, <laughs> pretty. So, pretty what was the name of the school? Because I just stepped all over that. No, no, it was, uh, it was called Cumberland County College. And now, okay. it's, uh, now it's something like uh, Rowan College of Cumberland Gap College <laughs> Junior. So, something stupid. Did yep. everybody call it the Cum College for short? <laughs> no, 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 no. We were too busy. Come uh, on our land, college. Yep. <laughs> no, we used to. Well, because we used to. Uh, surprisingly, no one probably thought of it, but we actually went. There was a college at the time. They had changed their name. My at end of freshman year, uh, they were called literally called Beaver College. And so you can imagine that that I, got I a little bit of play. Fun. I, I, so you got Cum I mean, College and Beaver College. Yeah. Beef, Beef, <laughs> went to, Beef went to a school that changed names while he was there. So it was, oh, it was Rosary College when he started. <laughs> and then they changed to Dominican University. And what was funny was like it was technically Dominican University of Illinois. Yeah. And it was like, you shouldn't use that acronym. So <laughs> let's just call it Dominican <laughs> University. <laughs> DUI. That's a good one. Oh, I mean, they probably probably produced uh produced its uh namesakes a lot. So where least, did the glory the glory ended when your 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 arm fell apart, right? Pretty much, yeah. It yep. snapped pretty much like the tendon popped off the bone like twice, two, maybe three times, depending on how you look at it. I guess the, I I cringed when you said that on the podcast when you were talking <laughs> to, to beef. Yeah, and like you said it so nonchalant, like oh, my arm just. Uh, ripped off the bone and i was just like whoa what <laughs> well it's like one of those weird things like i'm so i was actually literally this is like we'll go a little off track here but like i was talking to somebody the other day because uh the line of work i i work in I, i'm in stores and stuff and i was talking about um i was listening to a podcast about i was listening to a podcast about um it's called missing on 9 11 i don't know if you guys have seen this one mm-hmm. but 
But basically, this lady, she went, I guess, like, they, she lived, like, 900 feet from the World Trade Center. Didn't have anything to do with the World Trade Center. She was a doctor, but she was kind of had some, like, double life shit going on. But she was married. Didn't come home on the, the 10th. And then the World Trade Center happened, and no one's seen her since. Hmm. So I was like, it's like, it's about that. But I was talking to this dude about it because he was like, he's like, oh, you listen to a podcast? I was like, yeah. I was like, and I was explaining to him. He was like, oh, I was like two. And I was like, I was a freshman in college. So fuck. Oh, for 9 11? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was my, I think, senior senior year of college. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Well, I was in sixth grade. Sixth grade. <laughs> I was working for Alice Cooper at his restaurant in downtown Phoenix. I don't know if you guys know, but I used to live out west. I didn't know <laughs> so that. I just want to throw that in there. That's, that's make dope. sure you guys know that. Tell, tell us more. I, <laughs> Alice Cooper, big part of my childhood, to be honest with really? you. Really? Yeah, He's uh, he, he he was like a Christian when I was there. Or he still is a Christian. I like He became a born-again Christian. Um, his family was awesome. He was awesome. Like he threw me the keys to his Porsche one time and said, Hey, go park this in the back. And I was like, I can't drive stick. So I gave it to somebody else. And then the guy's like, it's automatic. And I was like, fuck, I could have driven Alice Cooper's Porsche. When you, you said know? that, when you said that, I thought you were going to say, and that's when I moved back to Chicago. No, no, <laughs> that no, thing no, no, straight no. there. <laughs> no, he, he also, he had, he, it, it was a weird time because it was early, it was 2000 and they had a uh, uh, PT cruisers were popular too. So he had a Porsche and a PT cruiser. Oh. Which is the PT Cruiser is like the biggest piece of shit car ever, you know, and like he would drive in a PT Cruiser, but like the, the whole walls of all the restaurant, I don't know if you guys had ever heard of it. He had this restaurant that was like barbecue. It was like a, yeah. it was like a cool, like hard rock cafe, but like all the pictures on every wall, Alice Cooper is with like in really short shorts and then holding like a tall boy of a Budweiser and like doesn't drink anymore, you know? And it's like, God. And like he used to, he used to have like a golf tournament, and they tell stories. Like guys would be around. Like Mr. Belding was there. I've told this before, but Mr. <laughs> Belding was at one of the golf tournaments, and he's like doing Jello shots off of eighteen-year-olds, like at the bar. I'm like, this is insane. Like, and I, I had so much fun. Like, you know, like in these little moments, you know, I, I got paid jack shit, but like I made a lot of good memories and a lot of things I can tell on podcasts. So oh, yeah. it's you know, it's fun. That's the best. I mean, that's the best part of of uh, of living life? the living the life. Like this funny thing is like so like, and this is gonna be like sort of name drop, but like I was just talking before we got on to uh, Dequell Jackson, who played for the Colts and the Browns, and um, uh, he, we just filmed his like first episode of his podcast, and then he's got a second one coming up. And I was like, yeah, I was like, and he's like, you know, he's like, I worried I wouldn't have anything to say, and I'm like, dude, you played in the NFL, like. <laughs> Didn't he deflate mm-hmm. Tom Brady's ball? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he caught, he caught the deflate kit ball. He's the one who intercepted Tom Brady. So I'm like, dude, you got plenty to say. I'm sure no, we're, we're deflated we're ball. <laughs> yeah, no, good job, but it's, Jeff. <laughs> that's a good, that's a, that's a good ball. <laughs> no, but it's funny how like people are like even like normal people they're like, oh, you do podcasts? Like you, like I, I listen and you, you have so much stuff. And I'm like, you have to have some life experience. I'm just saying, like <laughs> that you could talk about unless you, if you don't have enough if you don't have enough life experience to talk about it on podcast you are probably like the boringest person at the party you're just like don't go to the party just stay home like yeah, you need you, to start getting back out there just get, you know. getting some material man <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah no it's yeah you have to i mean you have to have something to my my buddy brant who's a comedian he he for the longest time his motto was like i live my life for podcast stories like he's like what would i do right now no, something. If I get in trouble, at least I have something to talk about. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I think I think there's a definite like 
it's a podcast, so not a lot of people listen to it. So like you can say something. Like, you know, you can talk, you know, you can you can have more of an opinion or even like tell a sketch story, you yeah. know, and just be like, all right, whatever. It's not getting out there because really <laughs> there's not that many people that listen to it. And then until you're at like a party or at a game or whatever, and you're with your wife possibly. And then like somebody comes up and is like, dude, I, that story you told. And she's like, what's the story? And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll talk about it later. No, you see, know? I see. No, that's on her though. Cause you're like, you should listen to the podcast. She don't listen to our podcast. Dude, <laughs> my wife I don't, don't think, listen to ours either. I don't think she knew literally like I was getting recognized at games and my wife's like, what are you guys doing? Why are these people coming up to you? And I was like, I told you, we, we have a blog. We're doing the Sunday. So why do you think I come home entirely intoxicated? Like, uh, you know, very intoxicated wow. on a Sunday night, you know? And she's like, I, I just didn't know it was that big. Like it is. All right. It's getting there. <laughs> That's the crazy part. And then Jem's wife like listens to every podcast. So she's like our number one fan. So it's like, well, she'll also can hear me through the floor sometimes yeah. when I'm talking and he'll, she'll like text down here and like correct me and stuff. That's and awesome. So, like Dude, what, one, of our, one of our early episodes, yeah. someone was asking like how my wife and I met and I started telling the story and she's like, don't forget that you took another girl home first. <laughs> <laughs> well, now yeah. Teresi's wife and Loaf's wife listens to our our podcast and they're they're all are probably our biggest fans we used to actually do it in my kitchen right like we used to record the whole podcast in my kitchen so like all these sketch characters that we'd have on the show came through came through my home too so like uh <laughs> true but uh but yeah i mean like i i think that my sock some of what you were saying about the you know okay well it's you know only a, a certain amount of people are going to hear this so i could tell this crazy ass story i think twitter spaces takes that to like the next level because oh, yeah. that shit doesn't get recorded right. so i'm just like sitting there Go going like i could say whatever i want and like <laughs> i've made the stupidest predictions ever on twitter spaces and i've made really bad ones that have been recorded so like the, <laughs> the ones that i use on twitter spaces i'm just like i don't know no one's gonna it, someone right. has to remember this and then i could say i didn't say that i didn't say that you're drunk <laughs> I mean, that's you kind of have somewhere though to say like the things that like I mean, I always I always act like we are gonna have like a massive audience, and I'm like, I also just don't randomly say things that I don't that I don't care if people hear. So I'm like, I don't know. yeah. For me, I'm like, yeah. It's, if you if you if we get big off this, it's it's not gonna be because someone's trying to cancel us. That's for sure. So I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, we get right right anyway. though. They, they oh, start I'm sure coming they at you. It, it's like you think you once you start getting secure in yourself, you're like, man, people like us. Then like a bunch of motherfuckers show up and like start talking shit. <laughs> well, I, I assume no one likes us, but that's why. <laughs> so I might just be myself, you know. Or dozens and dozens of downloads. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know. That's gonna happen. No. You guys are uh, only on, on what 29 though. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, this will be 29. Yeah, you know. I mean, I think we're. What are we doing this week? MSS 96. 96. 96. And I don't and, think we didn't even use the microphones correctly for the first 50 episodes. <laughs> like we were talking into the wrong part and wondering why it didn't sound so good. But this sounds like shit. Like, 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 why, do, why does Beef love sound like he's down the hall? Like, <laughs> actually, this is a condenser mic. You're supposed to hit here, not up here. Oh, okay. It makes sense. See, though, to, to be honest, though, like Beef love like when we all got back to we had to start doing this from home yeah. like that was the best thing for him because like you guys probably saw it like i know he had a 
he had a headset on probably, yeah. but when we didn't have headsets and we were just talking to an, a microphone in like my kitchen, <laughs> oh Beefloaf like dances around. He's just like he all yells. over the place. Just like, he's like <laughs> one of those inflatable things like during, during the, mm-hmm. like, the wacky inflatable balloon guy, like through, through the whole thing. And it was just like, dude, you're 40 feet from the mic and then two inches. Like this is gonna sound terrible, and there's and there's beers all over the entire table with electronic devices and stuff. <laughs> it, it's just it's uh it was it was a really fun time though. I miss those because I like the the camaraderie. First off, yeah, I, I like driving in the car with Loaf over to Cherizi's and uh, being able to talk to him for like 15 minutes or whatever about whatever. Um, cause as we're like the only two fathers in the whole, in the one way trees, he doesn't have any kids. And, uh, it's just like, you know, that was, that's something. And he's got a girl that's going into sixth, sixth grade, right? She's going to be in yeah. sixth grade next year. And, um, I have a girl that's entering kindergarten and then I have a girl that's entering pre-K three. So it's kind of like, you know, he, he's been down this road and like, he's much more relaxed and calm than I am. So it's, it was usually a good 15 minutes of like talking me off a ledge, like why we're on our way, you know, to go record a podcast about drinking in white Sox baseball <laughs> yeah well that that's uh gems has like two super little ones so like i mean i feel like he uh he, he should be drinking more <laughs> yeah i have a four-year-old and then two under one. Oh, wow. and then two under one yeah the one she's a foster baby that hopefully we'll get to adopt here in the next couple months uh-huh but uh yeah she's she turns one in like two weeks and the other one's like four months old Awesome, man. They're all girls. I have a herd of girls. That's all I, that's all I got, too. I always yeah. wanted a boy, but like after having girls, I was like, okay, I don't know if I need a boy. No, these are fine. Well, the, the crazy part about Gems is like you guys had the foster baby while your wife was pregnant, though. Yeah. So it was like they had a baby while she was like full blown. Like, oh, man. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. she'd been through it before, right? Like she, this was in her first pregnancy, or was it her first pregnancy? No, this was the second. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just making sure. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't want to assume. No, no, no. <laughs> Actually, the episode before this, um, literally, like we, she, she makes an appearance on. She's on it, and um, literally, she was like, I think with the first one, she said like she was in labor for like forty eight hours or something like that. Yeah. And then, and then she was like, yeah, the second one, she's like. I was like the epidural wore off, but it was like only like 10 hours labor. And I was like, that sounds like murder. But she was like, no, it's so much better. I was like, what? Oh my God. She just kind of sneezed and it came out. (laughs) Man, my wife had her first and it was like, I I think we were there overnight. You know, like we went in at like nine or 10 o'clock at night and then she was born 12 hours later. So it was like 12 hours of labor. But then the second one, like she told me, she's like, you can go to bed. I'm fine. And her water broke. She's like, "You're my water. You're fine." And then, like, you know, an hour later, it's like, "Let's go. We gotta go." So we we go. We drive in, and like, literally, it's three a.m. And the doctor's like sitting there, and he just goes, "She's ready." And like, here comes my my second daughter. And he's like, with his hand there, pushing. He's like, "Later, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, fine." And then it just bloop, right out. And I was like, "That was fucking easy. We're gonna go. We're gonna sleep awesome right now." I was like, "They just take the baby away, you know, and you just go to sleep." It was great. That was as, the easiest birth ever. As someone with second one, no kids, everything you guys are talking about just sounds fucking impossible to me. Yeah, like I could never, <laughs> I could never handle it. Like. Like I, I passed a kidney stone once and I thought about killing myself. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, the, I don't know how someone couldn't have a child. Like it just, and then, and then after that, raise it. 
Like yeah. it, it just all sounds impossible to me. I, I don't want any part of it. You could have tried to raise your kidney stone, maybe plant it. If anything happened, <laughs> I was actually I was in Vegas Man. when it happened. Oh. <laughs> I I had my appendix taken out on vacation in Oregon, and I would always tell my wife because the first our first baby came with a C section, and I was like, oh, I had major abdominal surgery too. Like same thing. <laughs> oh my god! I got I got three scars. Like it's like it's the same. It's the same. Kill you. Out the second one, and I was like, okay, never mind, dude. No, that yeah, I'm doing the C section is worse though. It is worse. It's crazy. Like I, I think I told it on the last one, but like, um, like it, it kind of sounds like a dick move as a dad, but like with our son, who's our youngest, he's like four. Um, he, uh, he was head down like 38 weeks, and then like my wife got all the way through labor. Like they let her get all the way through labor, and then we were there actually literally at the time of our 39th week appointment. And the doctor comes in. And he's like, "Up." Oh. He's like, "I need an ultrasound." And my wife immediately was like, "Why?" And he was like, "I think the baby flipped." So like, the baby was up by her ribs. The head was up. So she, he was like, "Oh no!" He's like, "C-section, boom!" So we go from like pushing her. She's like, she's like getting through this terrible labor for like a while. And then they're like, "Okay," they hand you a bunny suit, and they're like, "Here you go." And I'm like, "Okay." And then I got my wife's a photographer, so she's she has me like strapped down with like two DSL cameras, like freaking. <laughs> telephoto lenses i'm like what are we doing i'm like and like so she they get the baby they pull it out and she's like go over and see the baby like make sure the baby's fine and i'm like you're on a table like you just got cut open like what the fuck like i don't know that kid like I don't, you know what i mean like <laughs> yet like you know what i mean like i'm like i don't know what it looks like on so then she like makes me go over and they have a poor setup so like if her head's over here and like here's the, her body they put the baby station over like here like where like i have to look back at her body like and like i'm like so like i walk over and she's like and the baby didn't wasn't breathing originally like this so they were like suctioning it out which is normal yeah yeah and um she's like is the baby okay and i was like and i like look back and i could see like her organs like on the table and i was like are you okay like (laughs) like like she's like and you got to keep it cool because you're like i don't want to freak out freak her out i'm like i don't (laughs) this is not good You shouldn't be in five pieces. <laughs> no, this looks like a bad magic trick at David <laughs> David Copperfield. <laughs> yeah, no, it's wild. I, yeah, I don't know how women do it. I think I said it on the last podcast too. I was like, we don't like. I'm like fucking as dudes. I'm just like, yeah, women are women are pretty uh, pretty awesome with that shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I can't do that shit. <laughs> no, like I'm I'm sick right now. And so are all three of my children. My wife's yeah. the only healthy one, and she basically has four sick children. She's like, yeah. men get sick worse than the kids. I was like, I'm so tired. And... What the fuck have you been doing? How'd you get sick? My freaking four-year-old sneezed in my mouth the other day when she had a cold. <laughs> they're going to school and stuff. They got they're going in, back in like civilization and shit. Yeah, her last day was Thursday, and apparently okay. something like last minute. Mm-hmm. Like, nice. And when she did it too, I was like, "I'm gonna be sick in three days." God damn it! <laughs> oh man, kids they are were just up. like the like the like just a bacteria central thing. They and were uh, just like clean. They were probably just cleaning out the classroom, and they were like, "Oh, while you're at it, here's the here. Take fucking the flu home with you. Have fun." Yeah, you're like no big deal. <laughs> like we don't need to clean so hard this time because they're gonna be gone. So like yeah. it's gonna be. We got all summer to clean. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Old, but it's annoying as shit. 
Dude, as well. I think my with what I do for a living, I think my immune system is so damn high. Like I'm just like I'm on the floor half the time in like grocery stores and convenience stores. I'm like, I probably oh, caught everything already anyway. We're good. Yeah, it's wild. But the second I I don't know did, like when the mask mandate thing went away, did just everyone stop wearing masks where you guys are? Or? Yes. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I, I, mean, I guess at the like, game. Well, the game they did. <laughs> But people, they were not, I wasn't through, wearing a mask. People at the get game through anyway. security and they burn their mask like it's like it's like <laughs> it's like so burning deadly. their bras in the sixties. Like I mean, it's like it's it's amazing. Like I, I was actually I was I was telling these guys the, the other day I was in, I was in line for for beer and the two dudes behind me who were not wearing masks were talking about how they need to get vaccines and I'm no, just like <laughs> I'm like what. Well, you know, I wanted to be like, you know, the, the mask thing is for vaccinated people, yeah. but I'm just like, I'm just not going to get into this shit. Like, I, I don't want to. This is not my fight. To, to, no. <laughs> this, this, someone else can can have this one. But I would just I, I was just like, all right, well, then I guess no one's going to wear this shit. And and that's kind of how it is. I mean, like. But my sock summer, you've been going to the gym, right? Yeah. Like, and so like people are still masked up at the gym mostly, right? They are, except for me. Which is weird, like, because I was like, I was pretty stringent on it, and it would drive me nuts when I first started going back, because I was afraid, because uh, Beef Loaf's asthmatic, and I didn't want to kill Beef Loaf by giving him the coronavirus. <laughs> so like, I, I I stayed away from the gym all summer, like, because I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to like put him in a, because we're gonna see each other like every other Sunday. So I was like, I don't want to get involved in that. I don't want something bad to happen. And then uh, after October, I started going back, and then had it on and then till these last two times that i went i did not wear it at all but most people are still wearing it so i'm like i don't know if these people are not vaccinated or they just don't fucking trust the thing and i'm like and so in my mind though and i'm thinking about it i'm like it's still safe like it seems still seems pretty safe because everybody else is masked it's just not me and i'm vaccinated so it's like okay whatever you know, and most of the time people got, they have the mask on, but it's pulled down to their chin or their like, nose is out. Anyway. So it's like, what's, it's not really that big of a deal. Like they're still not masked. That, that so. was the funny thing when we first got back to the games and like we were all still masked up. Right. And you could, you could tell the people that did not wear masks the entire pandemic because they would, this was my favorite move. And I saw this multiple times. They would go up to like the beer stand and they would pull their mask down to talk to the person. And I'm just like, oh. this is exactly when you need it. This is yeah. the <laughs> moment. Dude. This is the moment that that mask is for. And, right. and you're just like, oh, I, I want to talk to this person. So I better just pull this mask down. Yeah. So, old people would do it to me all the time at the beginning of the pandemic. Cause like I'm on an aisle that's pretty active in, in the grocery store. And like they would talk to me and I'd be like, huh? And it, I was just saying, huh, because I had an earbud in. Because I don't actually work in the store. I'm just like, so I can't really, I'm not, shouldn't really be helping anyone. So like every now and then. So so I'd take it out and they'd get like this close. And then they'd be like, do you know where the, and I'm like, this is, <laughs> no, this is where you keep the mask up. First off, <laughs> geez, what are we doing? No. So speaking of being vaccinated, when they first opened up 108 and 109 to be fully vaccinated sections, was that a, was that? planned like do you think was did boyer have something to do with that or how did they just randomly pick your guys section so the the thought process behind it or what we've discovered or anything is the, the two smallest sections in the entire park are 108 and 109 so oh. like the easiest way to fill up two sections of that was of the park was to do that and i think they had to try it um i think they were asked to try it and now they're giving away um, like 50 bucks or 
something. 20, 25 bucks. 20, 25 25 bucks think, yeah. If you get vaccinated at the park, which is just like blows my fucking mind. I right? like a year ago, you can't do shit. Now you can go to the game and get <laughs> vaccinated and they give you money to do it. And then you can get like, you can get a couple beers. Well, it's like, it's, it, I feel like that's the best time to get people though. Like legit. You're just like, be like, Hey, uh, we'll give you a free white, white socks t-shirt. If you get vaccinated, people are like, Oh, free shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> can I get another vaccine? If I go to the game, like if say like, which one do they have? I have the Moderna. If they have like the Johnson and Johnson or the, <laughs> I don't think you want the Johnson and Johnson one. I think that's the, not- I, I've thought about it, man. Like, I, like, I feel like, I feel like, like after, after a few months, like, so, there, there is going to be a point where this wears off, right? Right. Like, so if they're still offering this in like end of the season, I might go just get jabbed and just see what, <laughs> see how that works. That twenty five bucks is almost two beers. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like that might just be a ploy to get needles into the into the stadium. I mean, just... <laughs> or, or no, we already got spectrum. we already got all of those all of those in in the in the baby carriage. <laughs> We're all white socks microchipped. You know, you never know. I mean, that's the next thing. (laughs) If the if the white socks are hitting a few more home runs, you know, like I'm just saying, needles present (laughs) in the stadium. (laughs) What are all these needles doing? The dug? Oh, COVID vaccinations. We got vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Barry Bonds was administering vaccines. It was weird. But so, well, that's it. That's great because we are we're we're all baseball fans, obviously. Here, uh, I always just like to get people's feelers. Do you think Barry Bonds should be a Hall of Fan? Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. Incredible baseball player, and and so I I probably have a different opinion on this than most. Um, I love steroids. I think they I think they should all just be roided out <laughs> monsters, just playing for my entertainment. But the like like. I mean, it's today there was they were going on and on about the the pine tar and uh, Karinchek's mitt, and I'm just like, I, I think don't it care. was like meth or something. That dude's on like meth well, or crack or something. I've always assumed that every relief pitcher is coked out of their mind, but uh, <laughs> but I I don't know. I I never I've never. Well, I mean, done... it's, it's I mean, you know, you got to take the bump, you know. It's like I'm like <laughs> right exactly. up the baseline before you go out there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, but I think to, to the other side on, on the Barry Bonds thing is like even before he became like a you know before his head grew six sizes and shit like he was already an incredible player yeah like he, like his career up to when you can kind of look at it and go like all right now he's getting very puffy like you could say that the that career up to there was a a Hall of Fame career yeah and I, I think it's it's kind of bullshit when you when you start to see guys that that are getting in that you're like. Well, they were in the same era, and they put on forty-five pounds during their career, and you're saying that, oh yeah, but they never got caught, and they're a nice guy, so they get in, right? Like yeah. so, like it's it's very it's very subjective, right? Like well, you're, well you're the just, weird part too is is like you like you were saying his numbers are so good prior to when most people like '98 is kind of like when like it seems like people are like yeah he's definitely on it then, but like the few seasons before that like he finished like second and third in the MVP voting and he already had like four of them. He finished like second and third, I think three years straight. And like, I think one year Ken Kim and Eddie beat him out. Who I mean, loaded up on Roy. <laughs> well, I think, <laughs> I think one year Sammy Sosa beat him out, which Sosa, you know, which, he, that's, you, you know, that's the other thing to it, right? Like, I mean, like everyone is doing this shit. It's not even illegal in, in the game. Like the, most of the, most of the time that Barry Bonds was doing HGH, which everyone assumes is what he was doing because yeah. it made his head gigantic. Like HGH does. Mm-hmm. And his feet got huge or like 
fucking sideshow Bob. Like <laughs> it wasn't even illegal. It wasn't like it wasn't even banned by baseball when he was doing it. So the, they couldn't even suspend him for doing what he was doing if they caught him. So yeah. like it's it's just you know like you baseball set it up this way and you know part of it is them having to deal with it and yeah. and say like yeah this guy's one of the best baseball players that's ever lived he had ridiculous walk numbers and guess what half of those pitchers were on steroids too yeah right that's the hard thing yeah well that's the thing a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't re- like what everyone to talk about is like like a lot of the pitchers were on those steroid lists like i mean you know and what advantage was that given them they were throwing a little harder they were able to recover faster i mean so, I mean, think about that. think about though that think about that last part. The quicker recovery of a pitcher is huge. Yeah. Like you think about like you know when you when you ask a guy to go out on the fourth day instead of the fifth day now, it's he's a martyr for going out yeah. there. But if he was roided out of his mind, it would be fine, right? Like so, like that is that's a major thing, and like you can pitch a lot more innings, you can be healthier a lot more. That would be incredible for a lot of pitchers. And in fact, a yeah. lot of the guys that you see that got busted for roids that in, in like those lists and things like, I mean, like Jim Parquet was on one of the socks that got busted for it. Right. Like we didn't get busted. He was in the Mitchell report and, and like that dude never threw hard or anything like that. It was just like, it was like this dude just was injured and he was trying to stay in the league. Right. So he, mm-hmm. he, he took some of whatever, like, yeah, that's the story. That's like how most of these guys are. And you keep beating Barry Bonds out for MVPs and, and because you're hitting more home runs. Well, yeah. you know, he, he took the same advantage you're going to, and he's that much better of a baseball player than everybody. So yeah. it, it showed. Well, that was, that was the crazy thing about him being on the steroids was like, he was already at level playing field. He was already just better than everybody. And then the steroids just kind of like amped it up to like a, a ridiculous level. I, I have a, I have an unpopular probably opinion that I'm pretty sure Cal Ripken jr. Was on HGH, but, <laughs> is, it, is, that why, I mean, is that why he was seven feet tall? Uh, I, mean, he, I, mean, I mean, he. I mean, he. If you look at him now, he went from like Calvin Jr. to like now he's like Steve Wilkos. <laughs> oh, that's rude, man! I, mean, I, true, I like Steve Wilkos. <laughs> the one thing I I always think about when I look at that era, that era though, is is like, man, I wish Ken Griffey Jr. would have done some steroids, dude. I had yeah. a thousand home runs, man. <laughs> He would have had that yeah, milking, like in the Simpsons. <laughs> we, well, we we he me and me and, me and Jem's actually talked about it. I don't think Frank Thomas was on steroids. Mm. No, because he was just a gigantic he's guy, big. So he's like I'm like gigantic man. Yeah, I would. Well, now, now he's on the Neutrogenics though, so I, I mean he might be on hey, steroids now. But that's you know that's that's, that's steroids <laughs> legal, Lang, man. You know, <laughs> he's a big man though. Like I remember seeing Frank Thomas in like spring training. I think ninety. 99 no 96 96 and, and i mean he was just gigantic and i'm like i'm 64 you know and, and at that time was probably like 250 and he was just huge and i was like my god that guy is just big and just his pants look painted on and so did his jersey like you're just ripples his arms massive i'm like no I, I just never bought i never bought that he did it I, yeah, but, I just he was just always just naturally big. I mean, he was he played football. He was a football player, so I mean, yeah. It Plus, sense. he went after the people when they said that. Yeah, like a lot of people didn't go after those people because they're like, "Yeah, he's just fucking true." Yeah, you know, like, but he was like, "Oh, okay, well, show me, tell me where I did this, Pro- produce anything." 
But that's you know, also the and, thing I love about love love about baseball is like like one of the first games I ever went to was uh saw the the White Sox play the Royals in Kauffman Stadium and uh Frank Thomas was massive and I think he hit a home run that game and then but uh the game ended with a Bob Hamlin like walk off home run and I was like Bob Hamlin was like the complete opposite he was just a big hefty dude <laughs> like but they both were doing the same job <laughs> like you're like so <laughs> I love about baseball yep. No, it's an everyman game. Yeah, Hamlin true. was in that era of like kind of like doughy white guys that just uh, <laughs> that just DH'd and just played first base. And but I I always loved that era because they would stick those guys at third base too. Yeah, like you'd see a Matt Stairs at third base every <laughs> while there. Well, uh, it, well, it's funny because like yeah, and then you just have like all the weird like I mean I'm with you though like steroid. If you took steroids, just, uh, my problem with it is the game profited off of it. And that sucks because it's almost like as a parent, you're like, if you have kids, uh, you know, and you're like, hey, go run these drugs. Oh, you got caught with the drugs? Sorry. But we're clean and we made a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah. But you go, you could, you <laughs> yeah. get punishment. It's like, yeah, it's it's messed up. Like, I'm like, that that revived baseball. So, yeah, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, it's messed up. I still wish the Expos were a team, though. I mean, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I feel like they got lost in that shuffle. They, <laughs> they traded all of their players to Cleveland, which, which upset me. But the uh, you know, yeah, that was a bad trade. Terrible. That's like one of the worst trades ever, by the way. <laughs> they gave so up like Cliff bad. Lee, Brandon Phillips. It was like a bunch of like dudes that just went bad, bad trades. There's some bad baseball trades though, but the white flag trade, the white flag trades, still <laughs> awful. The the uh, what was the uh, the the twins with the with the giants when they traded, I think they traded AJ Przinsky for like their entire pitching staff. Uh, <laughs> and then and then he lasted like a year in San Francisco. I mean, it worked mm-hmm. out for the Sox eventually, but, uh, but it was still, it still sucked to see who did they get in that? Uh, uh, the closer, uh, uh, Joe Nathan. Right. Oh, and then yeah. it was, maybe it was, I want to say it was Liriano and then I didn't boof bonzer. Boof bonzer. Yeah. You could, Keep Booth Bonser, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Great, I, I, greatest name in baseball. <laughs> it, they traded a lot for for one AJ Przinsky. I think my um, favorite name in baseball is Rusty Kuntz or Kuntz. <laughs> <laughs> they terrible. did a bobblehead of him like a like two years ago, with <laughs> like real hair. Right? It wasn't like a real hair Rusty <laughs> Kuntz bobblehead. Yeah. Hair? Where they where'd they get the hair from? <laughs> oh, it's just like it's like a. Like a fur, you don't it's want to fake know. Fur. It's all <laughs> fake. It's it's all fake. <laughs> I'm just like there's like kid kids somewhere with like shaved there's, heads. There's there's <laughs> an AJ Brzezinski bobblehead with real hair too. Like when he was like shock white during oh, the blackout yeah. game or whatever. Like he, they they made a real like it's it's real hair. I don't know. It's just fabric, but it's just yeah. It's weird. It's poofy. Um, so you know what's funny is I don't like so, it, but you know, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's when weird. I I grow my hair out like really long, and then I cut it and I donate it, and so my hair is white now because I'm I'm old, and so I look I looked it up and I was like, you know, what do they do with the white hair? Because like I donate it so like kids with that have like cancer and stuff will get a wig, right? Yeah. And I looked it up, and it's like, oh, we sell the hair that's that like the the gray and white hair. We sell it so that we can pay for for you know for all of our expenses and i'm like now i know where they're selling it they're selling it to bobblehead uh <laughs> people put on the bobbleheads so 
my sex summer some of my hair is probably in your basement i just want to not know. what it is i just want to let you know you go to if you go to one of those uh like Joanne Fabrics or whatever, like the the rolls of like the stuff that's like hair whatever and has like a weird backing, that's what it is. Like it's that. Go, go smell it. I bet it smells like weed and goose island. You'll know it's me. I tell you what, every time I don't see you for like three days, I just want to punch you right in the gut. I really do. You'll say something to anger me. Like every time. It just it never fails. It never fails. When I don't see you on a daily basis, I just want to punch you sometimes. That's hilarious. I miss you too. <laughs> are, you, are you guys going to go back to recording in person for the regular podcast, or are you just going to leave I, it? I think it? we're going to. I think we're going to leave it for the regular podcast. But I think we will do some some kind of in person things. We're probably going to set up. I I had, I had already brought some of the equipment down to uh, Beef Loafs because we're like once once the season really gets. Uh, into mid swing and we're coming back after the games and we're not like right now we're too annihilated after a game because we're just yeah. not in mid season form. But once we get back into mid season form and then I think we can have a, you know, a 30, 40 minute show after like a Friday night game, we'll probably do some of those. Friday night game is very, uh, that's very adventurous, sir. Yeah. The Friday, the Friday <laughs> night Friday game is, is like that, especially cause like the Friday night is especially bad like when it's like a you know a seven o'clock start and like you get out of work and then you go straight to be like i go straight to beef loaf's house and i'm just like i'm gonna eat at the park yeah and then that shit never happens and and so like then you just drink like 40 beers and you just never ate all day <laughs> and it's like and have, you, so have you guys ever have you guys ever recorded at the park yes, yes we recorded from a, one of the suites we interviewed uh, Brooke Boyers during a game. Nice. And it was, what was it like? It was like three hours because yeah. the game ended and we were still going. <laughs> and like, and uh, he was telling us stories because he, he worked for the Bulls in the 90s. Oh, shit. Yeah, and it was like one of his first jobs out of college. And he was telling us a story about like Michael Jordan throwing a shoe at him. <laughs> It was it was awesome. Like I was I was so disappointed when I watched the last dance and he never showed up because like the stories he told, I was like, he is right off camera for this. And like and we're not we're not seeing it. We're not seeing, you know, the the, the security guard who's giving him the you know the uh, Jordan the the shrug. The shrug. Like that's the exact opposite of how it was for for Brooks. From what we understand, it's like Pachora would have been like just humiliating. <laughs> so like, so like I I, I wished we could have got some of that. I was like really dying for for some of that action, but it was it just was not in the uh, it was not in in the documentary. But we do like that is one of my favorite podcasts we ever did. We also did a '90s Bulls draft in that, and he he picked some guys only because of the stories that he had about them. <laughs> it was it was pretty awesome. Like Judd Bushler and shit like that. So, so I think was was Ron Harper one of his Ron Harper. Yeah. yeah. Because like Ron Harper talked some shit to him or something. Well, we're go they, they were to going to us they're going to go to a club. Yeah. And there was Jordan, it was him, Ron Harper, Jordan and Pippen. And like <laughs> they're going to they're in the cab with Brooks and like the cab driver pulls up, Brooks looks at all the guys and is like, "Listen, I'll go in I'll get everything set. You know, people will, you know, we'll get everything ready for you. And Ron Harper looks at him and goes, that's fucking Michael Jordan. 
they're gonna take care of us regardless of who goes in. So let's, <laughs> let's just go in. We don't need to. We don't need to wait for you. So yeah, it was that was just it was funny. And he's just he's got a wealth of stories. Like he he talked about how Jerry told him like in 2005, like how he didn't deserve the ring because he hadn't been working there long enough. Like cause it was like his first year or just second year or something, wow. right? Because he's like he goes, yeah, he's like first year was real hard to sell tickets and then 2006 we're selling tickets like crazy and i was in a meeting and i said hey did we ever discuss like maybe winning the world series to sell tickets because this works great that <laughs> was, like, was just funny because he, you know it usually helps you know <laughs> he's a very personable guy too and he's just a nice guy and like he's just a normal guy and he, we we owe him you know our relationship with goose island you know because he's like i met those dude he met those guys he's like you guys are the same and you drank all their stuff, so why don't we get you guys together? It was very nice, and it just it makes sense. And like, and he he's not wrong. The guys, the guy that are our contacts from Bridgeport, you know, like it's it's TJ is like he's just like one of us, except he's got like a real job. And I don't know how well we would survive like in the um in the in the beer industry. Like oh, I don't no. know. No, I, I, I would. I couldn't like, do that for a living. That would like be strange a brew or something. I'd just be like a big bowling ball walking around drinking all the time. <laughs> Nuff, man. Yeah. Like, everything that was, that that was my entire twenties. My entire twenties. I was in the I was in the liquor business. I was a liquor salesman. Oh my god! I, I, was, I, I, I drank every day of my twenties. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there's any time to do it, that's the time to do it. Right. Yeah. Well, it's crazy too, because like I was like mostly wine, and like so, like I'd go in and be like to these mostly bars and be like, "Hey, like you know, sample this," and then I'd be getting shots, and like it put it all go on a company card, and I was like, "Sweet, yep, <laughs> like yeah." Is is Tone froze for anybody else? No, he's he's good for me. He's doing me. I just froze up. I know. Uh, he's like in the same. He's got this dumb look on his face for like the last. I always, that, that's I'm not. I don't think I'm froze. That's just my face. <laughs> and my my dumb look is probably at my wife who decided to run a vacuum while i'm doing a podcast because oh that's awesome she loves me oh dude you you got nothing because we did a beer show (laughs) like after 108 fest we did this 108 fest uh like you know online and on the zoom and uh we did a beer show after that the hangover show and i was very hungover and uh, this guy was drinking. One of our guests, Jim, Beer Garden Jim, was drinking at his kitchen table. And his wife was, like, harassing him the entire time. She's like, you're drunk. Oh, my God. You're so drunk. And I was like, damn. Like, I kept muting him because I was like, I don't want I don't want all this business getting out there. But she was, like, busting his ass. Oh, it was so funny. I was I, like, I always joke my, with my wife. My wife's not a big podcast, like, listener. So, like, I'm always like, I was like, dude, we should just do a podcast. And then, like, it could just be a couple's podcast. And you just tell me all the things I do wrong. I bet you we'd make a zillion dollars. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. I can bring my wife on and we'll be guests. But I actually tell my wife how all the things she does wrong. So, we'll, we'll get that all together. I don't, I don't want to be on that show, guys. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, it's, you know, I, I feel like sometimes it's like, twilight zone stuff though i'm like you're like don't you're like don't do this and then like, next time you do it and then you're like don't do that and i'm like okay those are my two options though so like what am i supposed to do in that situation so <laughs> guess just curl up in a ball and run away i don't know one of those two I've gotta do something <laughs> oh gems Uh-oh. just look at so gems. maybe he was freezing up maybe that's yeah, something maybe wrong with him up. Yeah, gems. Gems had to dip out. No, he'll pop. He'll pop back in. I think he was trying to fix it. Maybe. Um, 
No, but like, so you, so how long have you guys been um, season ticket holders? So since, so me and Beef uh, bought season tickets in 2008, but we, okay. we did a partial plan. So the Sox used to have this thing and it was, uh, it was called the weekend plan and it was 27 games and it was basically the 13 weekends, right? So you had Saturday and Sunday for the 13 weekends and then one game that was extra. And when they started it, it used to be Cub Sox. And so okay. we would just sell the, the Cub Sox tickets, which <laughs> would pay for about like, a, you know, a quarter of our tickets. Um, and so so that was like the first thing we did. And then we met uh, two dudes that sat in front of us, which are the Biggins and the Slump Buster. And they're two dudes from Northwest Indiana. And they spot. sat like they sat right directly in front of us. For, for that time. And so we got to talking to them. They were season ticket holders. So then what we did was we had our ticket guy add Fridays onto ours. So then it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every every day. And then probably about, I don't know, like three or four years ago, we just decided to go full season. So for mm. 2020, we decided, well, let's just not have two seats. Let's expand it to four. So I got two seats, and and we've got two seats. <laughs> and of course, that they just don't have that season. Um, but but yeah. So now so now it's it's that. And now uh, uh, MSS. When did you start uh, season? I, I, I've had a plan, some type of a plan since 2013. Um, I think 2014. I got into the the weekend with you guys, and the uh, weekends plus Friday, and then. Uh, shortly thereafter did the the whenever you guys went full i might have went full at the same time but i was not in the 108 for a long time i was up in 508 or 507 um but there was they never sold enough tickets to like make me have to sit in my seat so i <laughs> i have a good claim to fame that i have a i had section i think it was 508 or 507 and it was row one seat one and i i, I never sat in it i've never <laughs> sat in it for a game and that was i had two years of 81 game plans you know and never sat there i think it, it i think on uh beef's podcast I, did he say he said something like you were trying to go to like a certain amount of games under like 500 dollars or something like that yeah like, like they had Yes, there was. I, I did fifty games for under five hundred, and that was the my sack summer thing. That's I just I moved in. My wife lived in the city. She lived in the South Loop, and then like when we I came in to visit her, um, we came to Bridgeport to go to, to a restaurant, Nana, um, up on Halstead in thirty second, right? 30, I think it's there's thirty second, and uh, so I was like, well, you know we parked literally in front of our apartment building that we ended up going into or moving into. And I was like, I could live here because if you may have been to downtown Chicago and even like, you know, South loop or whatever it, it's or West loop, wherever she was, it was, it's still like congested and it's just shit. Like, I don't like that. Like I just, well, that wasn't my thing. And then I went to Bridgeport and I was like, I could live here. And so she's like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. And so like we moved in together and we got a place in Bridgeport and I was unemployed and I didn't have, you know, I was trying to find work and was looking for stuff, but we're right by Sox Park. So I was like, well, why can't I try to go to as many games as possible? And so I did. And I, but I was like, let's make it a game. I didn't know, understand Twitter. I didn't understand <laughs> WordPress. And I was like, I'm going to write a blog about every fucking game. And then I'm going to write every game that I go to in my experience. And then I'm going to do um, tweets and whatever. So I think I had like 800 or 900 followers like before we started with the 
the 108 stuff, but I hadn't really touched it for a couple of years because it's a grind. And yeah. when you're working, and then I got a job, you know, midway through it, of course. And it was like, it was a grind. Like it was hard to like get to the end of the, and I think I went to 54 games for like 400 bucks. Wow. And it was like just scalping tickets and people would give me free tickets and uh, I would go and buy stuff, you know, like you just, you you figure out, it would walk down there and go extras and we got extra. Yeah. Like, well, how much do you, you know, like 10 bucks. And then, then like the next following year, they changed that to the like $7 upper deck tickets and $15 lower. So I was like, well. (laughs) Now it's not even a, it doesn't even not even mean anything now. Thanks. But like, like, let me see if I can get to 50 games for 50 bucks. Yeah. Like, 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 uh, like Bill, um, Bill Vex's uh, grandson was working for the Sox and he sent me a, a thank you note. Like after that season, it was like, Hey, thanks for, for doing this and like putting it out there that like, you can do this, you know, kind of deal. And I was like, okay, I got, I got, I hit something here. Yeah. So like, and that was, you know, what we had, um, and I, this is the part that beef left out of the story. We were sitting in the 108, and um, I hit a, I hit a guy like the wave was going around, and there was <laughs> yes. a guy sitting in front of us. And this guy had walked in, and we had noticed him because he was a rather rotund guy, big guy, was wearing like one of those old bomber jackets, silk bomber jackets, and then had on a like a flat cap, but yeah. he had a big like reusable grocery bag next to him. Pizza? And like he sat down in front of us, like he's probably wrote like, I don't know, three, four rows in front of us. And he's while he's eating, he pulls out or while he's sitting there, he pulls out like a burrito and he just like peels back this thing, starts just gnawing on this burrito. Then he like reaches back in later, pulls out like a sub sandwich and just starts kneel- annihilating the sandwich. Right. And we're just sitting there like, holy shit, this guy is just demolishing all it this was, food. It was like a fucking magic show. Like he kept right. reaching into this endless <laughs> bag of food. Like, uh, like I was, I was waiting for like a turkey to come out. <laughs> like he just had everything, and so he's continually <laughs> doing this. The wave starts up. And this guy, like the, it comes around like the first time. It gets to us, and he just like flow throws his hand up and flips the bird to the wave, and we just fucking lose it. I'm like, this is awesome. Like. Yes, we hate the wave too, right? And so I'm like, all right. So it's going around again, you know, and I'm still not thinking. And like, I don't take a video of it. He does it again. So I finally get my camera ready to go. And, and I have it in, um, I think I had it in landscape. And it came around the next time. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's in landscape. And so like he'd flip the bird, but it looked like shit. And so then the next time I had it portrait, got there. He did it. And then like I was immediately put it or I was portrait first, then landscape. Immediately put it on like Facebook. Um, my Facebook page. It just like blew the fuck up on my Facebook page. <laughs> Uploaded it to YouTube, just went crazy. Sent it to Deadspin. It was like front page on Deadspin. I mean, it was just like all like this thing just started going and going and going. So much so that like I'm getting emails i'm getting phone calls from like people trying to buy the video and try to license it and all this and so i'm working for an advertising agency and like i wrote call down to somebody i'm just like listen i got this video it's got like 175,000 views and it's been on you know youtube for like five hours and they're like don't sign a non-disclosure don't sign anything don't sign just like retain the rights retain the rights so I'm like, okay. So I start looking into a lot of the different stuff. And finally, it's like a media company, Juke and Media, like 
makes me this cr incredible offer. It's like 80, 80% of profits or whatever, whatever the video creates you get. And then you get like so much money, you know, after which, which is really funny because it, it went really fast, grew really fast, like at the beginning. And then now it's still, I don't think has over a, a, like half a million hits. I, I'm like, looking at it right now. It has 499,000 views. It's, it's so weird. Like, <laughs> like it just stopped because right after you hit 500,000, then you make a shitload of money or not a shitload, but you start making more money on it. But, uh, it's been on like ridiculousness. It was on, um, like some other like overseas shows. Um, <laughs> it, it's just, it's a funny video and it's it, 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 like, it went, it like, Loaf sees this and was like, we can make some money on this shit. So let's do this. No, I, that's not what he was thinking, but he was just like, <laughs> he just got a little fame here. <clears throat> like we can probably do something, you know, in this and we should get to this. We should do it. And he, he was right. Like it, it took, you know, it took a few years after we got it going to like get people to like kind of catch on with it. Like there was a lot of grinding. Like, and I think that was, I wrote a blog about it not too long ago. Like we used to post stuff. I used to post stuff on Reddit and people would just be like, fuck you. It's like, don't post this shit. This is dribble. Like, tell this guy named Beef Loaf to stop calling himself Beef Loaf. Like, get rid of it. You know, like, and like, people were not friendly. I would post on Sox message boards and they would be like, get this out of here. Like, you can't promote your own site. You can't promote your own writing. You can't promote this. Like, you, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but you're, you're just like, you could make money off of it. And I was like, well, you're, you're sharing ESPN who's making tons of money off this. You're sharing Yahoo sports and they're making tons of money off this. Why wouldn't you want to give it to somebody, which we weren't making any money. So it didn't yeah. matter. You know, it's just like, why, why, why are you so like against this? Well, so it was odd. It's changed. The landscape yeah. has definitely changed, but like it, yeah, back then it was just, people were mean they were just mean are you on any of those white Sox pages on facebook like the pride and passion or whatever it's a good <laughs> show you don't you don't want you don't want to you don't want to have so, me talk about pride and fashion I would so, to hear it. <laughs> so at one point so i, I get, get bad <laughs> so my sock summer used to smoke too like he, he quit smoking i bought about a, was it about a year ago over a year yeah it was and like, i remember there was a point where i told him off, like i was like dude you've got to either quit smoking or quit going on Facebook. Like they're, <laughs> they're two equally unhealthy things for you. You need to stop one of them. So he stopped smoking. So I guess he's still hitting Facebook up. Well, it's wild. I, it's wild. Those, those pages are like so goofy. Cause like, like obviously like, so like I produce a football podcast, but it's two dudes that played in the NFL and like they get like actual guests. Like they'll get somebody like the tight end from the Steelers. Right. So I'm like, I'm, a, I'm part of every like team's group. So I'm like, okay, you got a decent following. I'm like, hey, we do this live. Like, if you hop into the YouTube, you can ask a question. And, like, a lot of the questions get asked to the players. So I'm like, where else is anyone getting this fucking access? Right. ESPN's not being like, hey, I know you're a Steelers fan. If you want to come ask Eric Ibram a question, have fun. Like, it's not <laughs> happening. Like, so I'm like, and then, like, you know, you post it. And I probably one out of every, like, three times, they'll some, I'll get the whole thing. But can't promote your stuff. I'm like, dude, first off, like. You guys are fucking idiots! Like, 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 yeah. so dumb! Like, it, yeah, it's a, it's annoying though. You're like, also like, that's the demographic for it. Like, yeah, yeah. No, when I, when I did the my sock summer thing, like, there was a there was a contingent of people that were like, he's in here begging for free tickets, and yeah, I had never asked anybody for a yeah. ticket. People would give me shit all the time, but I never asked for it. Yeah, and then like you know the next yeah the 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 one oh eight stuff is like oh. 
now you're trying to profit off what you did before and like you're selling t-shirts on your site i'm like okay great yeah i'm paying you know whatever the money is and it's like a five dollar markup so i'm making five whole bucks on this and like i'm taking a risk by printing a fucking shirt yeah you know i'm like i don't know it, it gets to be it was it was it was not discouraging but you see who people really are at, like at that point and then when you finally like have a little clout i guess and then like you get a little bit more fame and then people are like oh man i love your shit i love this or whatever and they're like you're so awesome it's like yeah and you wouldn't let me fucking post on your stupid ass facebook page like so i could get like eight more like people to read my blog yeah fucking they should be yeah. like hey you can't you can't share any of my stuff yeah. no I, I definitely i definitely like i like you brought up pride and passion and i don't know if you know the whole story but like like i can't i had to leave i had to leave there because me and the 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 main guy in that whole thing are just do not see eye to eye and that, he, uh duda duda yes and he he made one comment at the like when we were we were going at it about something on one of his sites on the site. And he said, yeah, no one listens to me. Like no one listens to your podcast or some bullshit. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Like I, I what am I doing this for? So I went through and I, he, he had an interview. We did an interview with him. Um, one of our first ones I deleted it. Any mention <laughs> of his name anywhere, deleted it. Like I just went through and just got rid of everything. Cause you know, I'm like, fuck this guy. And then he called me. Uh, oh, I don't, can't remember what it was. It was. It's somewhere. And somebody's like, "You better, you better not talk about people." Blah blah blah. Like it was in a comment section or something where I don't mention anybody particular, but he took it very personally. So they're like, "You are." It was from "You are a," and then "bitch" was the name of the person's name. It was like, "You are a bitch," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm a bitch." So <laughs> luckily, I haven't run into him since then. So like, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Like it's been real easy going. I'm, I probably have calmed down because it's been two years, but you know we'll see. Well, it's not like you're hard to find, <laughs> right? No, he never came over. See, that's the thing. Like a lot of these people, they they want to they want to like latch on to some of it, that type of fame ish thing, and then but they don't really come in and like participate with us in the section or do anything. So it's it's fun. Though. I mean, the people that do are awesome. And we've talked about it. Like you can you can tell within the first like five minutes why they're fans of yours. Like they're either sloppy drunk or they're like just talking about like early two thousands internet porn with me or you know like just like weird things like these, like old vibes like they just drop something on you and you're like oh yeah okay yeah all right now I know why you like us like I get it yeah like, it's my people it's my people. yeah and that but. See, Cherizi and Beef don't get that. They come up and they give them baseball stuff, you know? Like, they're like, hey, you know, what do you think about such and such and that? and Or music. And with me, it's like internet porn. So that's that seems to be my wheelhouse. Hey, everyone's got their, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. got their niche, you know? <laughs> hey, so, I mean, randomly speaking, you ever thought maybe you do one of the Sunday soaks? Live stream it to Pornhub. I mean, you got... From we the have have you guys talked- done? We, I mean, we've, we've talked about about putting those there. Uh, <laughs> you know, three bears in a hot three tub. Three bears in right? a hot tub. Yeah, it was, no. the, it was the title hey. that I wanted to, to use on it. I still think that could get some clicks. Um, <laughs> so we'll we'll see. Maybe we need need more of a, a niche site than uh, than than that. So the the Mormons know, might like it too. Sunday soak. I'll, well, hey, hey, hey. Well, it's it's not that kind of soak, but. Uh, <laughs> 
by the way, by the way, I the That's funny good. thing is when we had beef on, he was like, he was like, no one's doing a hot live podcast from a from a hot tub, and then apparently that's like the hot trend now on Twitch. Really, really, yeah. Oh, it's like, maybe we need hot, to go on Twitch. Hot, hot, hot chicks in in a in a hot tub just doing. Oh Twitch well, that stream. see, we're not a hot chick. Well, see, yeah. I mean, hey, that's a good idea. Hey, that's... but if there, but if there's dudes looking for hot chicks, there's got to be dudes and ladies looking for. Hot chicks in a yeah. hot tub is tired. Fat yeah. guys in a hot tub wired. That's it. That that's, that's, that's a shirt right there. That's a shirt right there. You guys, are you, are you both Detroit Lions fans? Yeah. Or is it okay? So is there's a chick that does a hot tub thing, right? That from does, the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Tailgating? Like Carl is like friends with her. Carl, yeah, Carl was in in the in one of those videos. So is that a legit thing? Like, did you hear about that before Carl did it or no? no. The only thing I knew about it was from when Carl did it. Okay. All <laughs> right. Well, now I feel like are, now, would you consider yourself like a diehard Lions fan? Like, are you in the fan groups and all that bullshit? Or and I'm probably more or, white. Are you more group? casual? No, I'm a diehard. My wife's down here. Give me a look like she <laughs> be around me on Sundays. But uh, <laughs> I have I'm not as deep into lions twitter as i am into white sex twitter at this moment i guess i i was gonna say i'm i'm super diehard but i also am not in the fan groups because mostly because i think most of the detroit lions fans are a bunch of fucking idiots but yeah yeah i mean, I mean you just, have to be to be a fan i guess well it's just it's just like every game it didn't matter like you know when we had stafford is like they could win or lose and it'd be like oh we're overpaying stafford or like stafford's my jesus and it's like dude guys like it could just be in between you can just be a good quarterback <laughs> i mean that's i just was wondering because i i know that like when we saw that video we were like oh we gotta come back strong and like we we, we donned ourselves the number one you know chicago hot tub sports related show and, and like it was like that we had to take the title because we're like barstool's coming for us so like if we don't stake our claim and like piss all right. over that corner you know we we're, we could get fucked up so we have to take this I mean, well, they're building that new office. Are they going to have a wing for the 108? Like a 108 well, section? I mean, I mean if they do, they better have a fucking hot tub in there. And they're they not should. allowed in it. Dave's, yep. Only Dave's allowed in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Chief, I don't know if you know let, Chief, but Chief's very there, good looking and too skinny. Like Dave, Dave at least is like kind of weird looking. He almost and like, big. you know, he's short. And like, kind of, he's, 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 I mean, he's not ugly or anything, you know, but he's not like great looking. So I don't feel threatened by him. Chief, I feel a little bit more threatened by because he's kind of better looking and skinny. See, I think Eddie Eddie got the best hair, though. Eddie's got the best hair. He does. He does. They, they make him wear a hat because they don't want they don't want to be shown up. <laughs> he's always got a hat on. That hair, that hair game is strong. So they won't let him show it. I guess rank the uh, Barstool Chicago guys by looks. Like who's <laughs> Eddie number one. Carl number two. Day By, three, and then like Carl, like did I say Carl already? You said yeah. Carl twice. <laughs> Carl's Carl's the bet. Carl's four. So I don't like Carl. <laughs> so, you said Carl twice, but Chief I know. none of the times. And you talked about how Chief. good looking Chief was. <laughs> Eddie, Chief, Dave, Carl. That's what I meant to say. Dude, I've moved on to the truly, so I'm clearly a little drunk. <laughs> so I'll just I'll just go with yours. I'll just go with yours. That's a, that's a good that's a good rank. Are the are the Trulies hitting hard? Is that is that? No, no. <laughs> the, the other, the other 
the other the other bars the other beers are actually a little like this was a seven percenter and i think this was like a six and a half so like yeah that's that's kicking in nice. but um oh yeah, yeah. So I will I won't get too crazy though because Tracy's here. He usually can holster me pretty good. Like he's <laughs> when he tells me to calm down, I usually calm down. Is is he the dad of the one away? I'm not hosting this one though, so I, I got I got he's, no control over you. He's definitely the guy in the podcast that can rein us in. Like he he does he can tell he can do things that me and Loaf will be like okay we should turn it down. Because we get me and, and me and Loaf will be are the ones that I think get a little bit fired up, you know, and get a little crazy, and then definitely go off the rails. Like we're the ones that will take it off the rails willingly, because they're like, you know, it'll just go get nuts. And then he's like, "What the fuck? We have this, we have an agenda. Like stick to the agenda." So, but he never says that, I, you know. I but like, need to like just kind of guide my sock summer back. Like he'll he'll like we'll ask him a question. And he'll start to answer it, and then he'll think of something else that's related. <laughs> and then by the next thing you know, we're like seven steps away from it. And I'm just like, how did my question about Billy Hamilton turn into a conversation about Gianna Michaels? Yeah. And, hey. And okay. I, and hey I just, I'm, I'm in on that one. I'll take <laughs> I, I let him get into it a little bit, and yeah. then I got to rein him back. before. Hey, before who, whoever's, the, whoever's the fan of that, I'm with you guys. That's pure fun. pure talent, that Gianna Michaels, I'll yes. tell you what. That's pure natural <laughs> talent with her. They don't they don't make them like that anymore. I mean, mm -hmm. just, <laughs> well, they do, but well, like do, she but. was just she was just like a one <laughs> once in a lifetime talent. <laughs> First ballot. First Dow Hall of Famer. First Dow Hall of Famer, a hundred percent. Yes, yes. She's also like kind of like Pete Rose. <laughs> I don't know if she gambled on porns, but you know maybe. Hey, you never know. Hey, can you? Because I would. I would. I was like, it's legal. Uh, gambling is legal now. You never know. What you can go. You can bet on anymore. That's wild. No, I was gonna say well, our our podcast is just missing a Cherizy then because like we have no one to keep us on track. We're just like. <laughs> I noticed oh, that we're over here we're way over here. Okay, <laughs> I, I listened to the, the loaf one this today. I listened, to, I think, half of it before, so I've listened to everything today because I was like, I want to be somewhat prepared going <laughs> into this. And uh, I, I was like, they they kept up with them because loaf like will talk. Like, yeah. Talks oh loud. yeah. Like he talks loud, just, <laughs> loud. Yes, and he and he does. Like he's overbearing, but you guys like definitely put up with him. The one bullshit thing is though, is that he he didn't know he didn't know who Theo Vaughn was, and I was sitting there going, "Oh my god, I know Theo Vaughn because I met him because I lived out west and he was at a comedy club that yeah. guy, but I knew I met through, and I was like, "You're the real world guy," and he was like, "Yeah, that's me," you know. And then he got more popular after that, but like, yeah, he was he was it was just interesting to be the you know. Oh, you're the real world guy or road rules or whatever the fuck he was on. He was, was he road rules? I don't remember. Uh, he was, yeah, he was road rules. He seems more of a road rules type. But then you got like the guy from like WWE who was the Miz. He was the real Miz. world. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, no. guy, the, the lady who's married to uh, Tom Segura, Christina P, she was on road rules too. Yeah. It's, it's, there's, they're all around us. Like I, I was at a me first in the gimme gimme show at the Troubadour in LA. And, uh, this guy, I was with a buddy of mine. He's like, dude, this guy next to me looks familiar. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so I look over and I'm like, yeah, he does look familiar. And like we were sitting there and we're just watching the show. And uh, all of a sudden he turns back to me, and goes, fucking real world, dude. And I was like, oh, my God, that was Derek from the real world. And then we looked back and it was like Derek. 
some other chick from the real world, another chick from the real world. We're like, oh, this is insane. We didn't say hi to them, though, because they're not really famous. So we're just like, hey, <laughs> let's leave you alone. We'll enjoy yes. the Troubadour show here. First off, I was like, I tried to get like, I think uh, I think I would uh, uh, vibe really well with the, this entire podcast. Because, I mean, like me first and Gimme Gimme. So that was like my baseball. That was my baseball oh. jam music, man. I love those guys. <laughs> Dude, they were so good live too. And like my one buddy was like a big fan of them. A big fan. And so every time they came through LA or Anaheim, he was like, We gotta go. I remember when they did like the my uh sing my country. It was it country or something. Country I don't know the country album. Yeah. They the stage, they were all dressed in like country gear and had like straw all over the stage. And then Fat Mike, like that was my first experience of Fat Mike's just like slamming Guinnesses and smashing them on his head and playing like fucking Jolene, you know? And you're like, this is insane. I'm like, I have to buy this shit. Like, and I did. And then I downloaded a bunch of the other shit. Like it was, I, it, they're just great. Only the good guy young by me first in the gimme gimme. It's just, just one of the best covers of all time. I just love that. I, I could just listen to that a million times in a row. And they yeah. played that, they played that bar mitzvah. And he's like, mm-hmm. we have dozens, dozens of fans, and then <laughs> dozens all over the world, all over the world. We have dozens and dozens of fans. It's they were, like they were awesome. They were great. I uh, the the C I I always forget the name of their CDs, but like uh, the one that has a uh, Danny song on it, like that was my like junior baseball high school. Like that was our work. We throw it on weight room. That was like we just listened to it all the way through, and that was like that was our workout music. Our our uh, coach would be like the fuck are we listening to <laughs> I, was like, I used to listen to it at the gym too so yeah i mean it's because it's fast paced it's moving and it's songs you know and you're like yes like i can run another half a mile to this yeah damn let's right do it. Hell, hell yeah shift played on a bunch of those right Who? chris shiflet, chris shiflet from uh don't use for a name and foo fighters i'm pretty sure oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah. yeah yes he was on a lot of those yeah yeah it's crazy and then like the lead singer was like just like an intern at like a record label I was like the the epitaph intern or something. Just yeah, like, that's awesome. You're like Spike was his name. Yeah, he's a wild, crazy though. <laughs> gotta love it. Gotta love the music. So I I was I know uh me and uh me and Gems were trying to figure out a, a good draft, and I was like I wonder like I I did I wanted to do something baseball related, but like I feel like both of you guys are music guys, and Gems isn't a music guy, so I think we could beat him. But <laughs> if we want to figure out a. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm known to make a few wild draft picks. Fucking this dude put picked macaroni and cheese as a topping on pizza in our pizza draft. So oh my god! To, the fuck! In high school, <laughs> I used to like going to Cece's Pizza before so, they went bankrupt. What what and what pizza? Cece's. Oh, you fucking Cece's! <laughs> Terrible pizza, but their macaroni and cheese pizza was my favorite. Oh Jesus Christ, dude! I would have gone with the chicken Alfredo pizza over. The uh, the fucking the mac and cheese pizza from CC's. I just so, like the mac and cheese. So this is not a pizza, but when we were when we were working with Baderbrow, when we first kind of got started, and we we're before we drank them out of business, we they, <laughs> they had in their brew pub they had a mac and cheese waffle, and so it was a waffle with like mac and cheese on top and 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 bacon, and man that thing. You have a couple beers and then you order that. Oh man, you could crush like two or three of those, and you just want to just want to fall asleep for six days. <laughs> Fantastic. I was like, uh, I was like, maybe like a year ago, I realized you can make anything into a waffle. You just stick it on a waffle maker and. Just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. anything a waffle. <laughs> but yeah. if it's a sandwich, so, it's a panini. Yeah, you know? true, so true. you so life hack for you. If you if you got some leftover French fries, man, you put them in that waffle press. That is that's a party, especially those uh those uh, those Popeyes French fries, those Cajun fries. Throw those in the waffle press, man. Like they old. Whew, those are fantastic. Now cleaning that is a son of a bitch, but it's worth it for the deliciousness. Somebody made me. Uh, we had like a bunch of pizza left over in college, and um, this is one of my. How does that even happen? Seriously, I mean, this is this is. First of all, I'm calling bullshit on this story. Yeah. Like, I have never been anywhere in college where there's a whole bunch of extra pizza. We, like, that, that, that did not happen one time anywhere I live. We we uh, we were incredibly lucky. So, like, so we were all in these townhouses, like that were like literally side by side by side. And uh, one girl that we knew, she worked at Onions, so she would always bring everything at the end of the night. So all of the pretzels, everything. And then we had somebody else who worked at a, I believe it was like a, it's not a Papa John's, but it was like the local, like Papa, it was like Papa, whatever the fuck local thing it was. Papa Jeff's. Yeah. And then they would, <laughs> she would just come over with like fucking like 15 pizzas. Oh, well, we'd, yeah. always have leftover, we'd always have leftover pizza. So the next, like maybe two days later, we had all these pizzas and uh dude chopped up all like in the little chunks, threw them in a casserole dish, broke a bunch of eggs. Fucking we had pizza casserole. Damn. Oh wow. It was wild. But, Man, those were the days. Dude, yeah. We 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 did some stupid shit in college. It was dumb. No, that's what you're supposed to do in college. That's yeah. why it's it's like it's licensed to have fun and be free and do stupid shit and hopefully not kill anybody. Yeah. I mean, did you know? Did you guys have any crazy superstitions when you guys played baseball or any sport that you played? Well, so so yeah, <laughs> so I I, I <laughs> I didn't play baseball in high school. I played I played basketball and soccer. Um, I did have a super superstition in soccer, where like you know those big ass socks that you wear like over yeah. the over the shin guards. I didn't wash those until we lost. That's a terrible idea. Just a just a just a goddamn awful idea of all the bad ideas I've ever had. That's like top of the list. Because like we went on like a six game winning streak and like I, I my feet should have fallen off like that's <laughs> that's just like one of the most disgusting things I've ever done. Uh, although I I have gone uh, I think two weeks without a shower back in when I used to when I used to work road crew um, oh, back God. in the day and I I we, we had a contest and uh, and so I went I went two weeks without a shower I lost. To a guy, because a guy went uh, seventeen days without a shower, but then we oh found God. out that he had wet wipes, and I was like, "Oh, that's he, that's cheating. That, that's cheating. That, like, that's, that's performance I'm, enhancing." Right I'm now. fine with what Barry Bonds did. I'm not <laughs> fine with that. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. You know, the only thing that I I, I played uh, well into uh, my sixth grade year. Um, <laughs> And I think, like, I would wear stirrups because I think one of our teams was the Tigers, and I had to wear we wear stirrups. And uh, I would put a baseball card of a guy that was doing well at that time in my stirrup just so that I would like maybe channel like an Andre Dawson hit or something. And it never worked. Like I was, I was horrible at baseball. You channel Kevin Moss way more than you thought. You right, would. or like a Kevin Mitchell. Like, yeah, I would throw Kevin Mitchell's card in there. So, you know, whatever. Um, I was horrible at baseball. And I, and a lot of times, mostly because, like, I, I had to play left field all the time. Tough position. And, which is just sucks. Like, it's not fun. 
and I'm not fast. You know, I wasn't <laughs> outfielders fast. is like the worst. I I, and, I don't. I have so much respect for outfielders, but it's the worst position. I just couldn't do it. And then when I would go up to get go to go like bat, I would get pegged by the ball. So I was afraid <laughs> of the ball right away. I was just, and then I know this is this is like nobody realizes this, but like back when I was young, I was a skinny little kid, so that shit hurt, you know. Yeah. And I was I became a big baby, you know. And I think that's one of the things that I have with my kids now. Like tell them, you know, like I, I'm like just toughen up, just toughen up, just write it out right now, just just get it over with now. Yeah. Because when you're 15, you don't want to be crying. You know, like, yeah. don't do that. And not that I was crying at 15. I was probably like 11 <laughs> or 12. But still, it was like too we much. We heard what you said. We right. Said. <laughs> still a pussy. I was, anyway. I was a psychopath when it when it came to that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, that was. Oh, I used to get pegged all the time. Dude. I had one good game a year when I was when I played Little League. And it was against the team that had traded me over to this other team, which was <laughs> The most fucked up thing you could ever do to a kid. <laughs> like, to I, I, I played like six, like it would think it was like C ball, like because they had like different levels, like it was C, B, and A or whatever, like and depending on how like old you were. And I was in, remember being in the C league or whatever, and like we won a championship, we did really well. And then they're like, listen, this kid, like my birthday's in August, but I graduated. Like when I graduated, everybody was a year older than me, and I turned whatever the required year was for the previous year, the day before, you know, I go to college or go to school. So like I was a year younger, like for maturing, like, so I was with playing with younger kids cause they were the same age as me. And they're like, no, he's actually this class. So then they pushed me forward and now I'm playing against people that are a year older than me. And I'm like, I'm getting my ass handed to me left and right. Cause I'm not <laughs> mature. Like we were at, we took it. We had our 20 year reunion not too long ago. And uh, well, I mean, it was, like five or six years ago, but still, whatever. <laughs> For the sake of this argument, we'll just say it was a while ago. And we were down in this uh, friend of mine, like their, her mom was selling her house, so she had this big banger party, and we were just getting hammered. And one of the guys from the football teams was like, "Jesus Christ, if you know, if my sock summer was this goddamn big, we would have won state." Christ, look at what happened here. And I was like, "I'm like Mike, I was I was a year younger than all of you guys. Like it, it wasn't fair, you know." Plus, I started smoking when I was in high school, so I was like, "Eh." Like I, I gave up. Like that's about when I gave up with sports. It was like totally in high school. Like I did not play anything like junior year or not. I was like, I'm gonna go get a Fender Stratocaster and I'm gonna smoke marble lights or marble reds <laughs> at that point. Then I got pushed up and started doing the marble reds or marble lights. Are, but, yeah. are you left-handed? No, I'm not. Yeah. I know that's a big thing for you guys. Like I, I know I can't even. No, I don't do anything left-handed. Uh, although I smoked left-handed. Like I could smoke really well with my left hand, but not know so much my right hand. We'll add it to the you're used to the going on the, the <laughs> on the window of the car. Yeah, I, I wonder what episode we're going to finally get our first left-handed guest. We'll see how it goes. No, no, I but I, dude, when I was like a like a little little leaguer, when I got hit, I was like a psychopath. That like I like kids would hit me, like they would like you know the shoulder or whatever. I didn't care. I'd take yeah. a hit. I didn't give a fuck. And like they'd hit me, and then like everyone would be like, oh, like the crowd because you know you know when someone gets hit, they're like ooh, uh, like whatever. And then I just start laughing. And then, like, the kids were just like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's kind of how I was like, whatever. I was like, you know, it's going to hurt. So you're like, whatever. Like, let's just make a joke out of it. Let's laugh. Yeah. I was also, I also played with a broken wrist, though. Like, games like that. Like, I was like, Jeez. fuck this shit. Don't take me off the field. <laughs> Man, see, this is how you make it, Teresi. <laughs> yeah, like, I, did, I did not have this type of tenacity. Like, mm-mm. 
<laughs> I was crazy in the sense that like me and one of my best friends were on different teams and we would throw at each other, but I never <laughs> wanted to get hit. Like I wanted to hit him, but like when it when I when the tables were turned, I was like, oh shit, what did I get myself into, man? I don't want to hurt. Yeah, we had a uh, my my college was like that. One of the kids that I I absolutely just didn't like was our second baseman. He'd always talk trash to me, and I was like, you know, I pitch, and I'm I'm gonna just throw at you every time. Like every time we we do inner squads, I got a I got a the future baseball. Dad, look at this future baseball player of America. Right here. Listen, Let's my kids join in all of our podcasts like during the day when we do it's them. So we funny. do our pre games. Like they'll just show up and they'll be like look in the yeah. thing and they're yeah. like, "What's up, buddy? Hi." Can you tell them what your name is? I am Ryan, and I have I have. <laughs> I have little stickers on. Yeah. Nice. Oh, awesome. PJ Mask. His name, by the way, I don't know if you caught it. His name's Ryan. He's named after Ryan Zamberg. I heard that. Oh, that's yeah. A, I thought it was Ryan. And so yeah. nice to meet you, Ryan. So. I'm Cherizi. And I have a special <laughs> surprise for you. Oh, yeah? Okay. What's, your, what's the special surprise? Uh, it's uh, a Funko Pop. He's giving everybody Funko Pops. He gave me like seven right. Funko Pops today. All right, go play with your Funko Pops. Say bye. bye. I thought we were gonna start getting our Funko Pops on. I was gonna, gonna go get mine, dude. He's Who's got he? he's got a hot collection. He pulls them out of the box though, so they're worthless. But he's got. Uh, I just boxed That's up all not the boxes true. today. They're That's not, not true. They're not, no. not worthless. Oh, okay. They're still they're still worth something. I bought a. Uh, <laughs> this is a good story. Uh, real quick, real quick. Uh, I was at a thrift store <laughs> and I go to thrift stores all the time and I see a Bart Simpson Funko Pop in a bag for like two bucks or whatever. And I'm like, I've never seen a Bart Simpson Funko Pop. Say, I've never so seen- I pull it down and I throw it in the in the in the cart. And I'm walking around, so I'm checking on eBay. <laughs> and like, if it's in the box, it's like four hundred dollars. If it's loose, it's like two hundred and something. I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna buy that. So like the rest of the trip, <laughs> like I have it hidden because I'm like, I don't want any of these fucking asshole people scalping toys at the thrift store like me like stealing it out of my bag so yeah i sold it and it, it was funny because i sold it to somebody overseas and then they claimed a loss after a week after it shipped and i was like it hasn't even got there yet and so like because it's through ebay you know i'm shipping i still got my money and i don't know they probably filed a claim you know so that get, it all worked <laughs> out but like yeah no there's some of them are still worth money that's but crazy. yeah, it's it's it just depends. It's whatever how rare they are. Yeah, yeah he's got. Uh, I I boxed up all of his boxes today because he's dude. It's the craziest. I I might as well like try to make money. You ever seen this Ryan's World kid? Have you ever seen this this kid? He no. has like. Uh-uh. Next time you're in Target, just go to the toy section. It's a little kid. He looks like a superhero. He started on YouTube, opening up toys when he was like younger, and then like Boxer. company companies would start sending him toys, and then people would start buying it. Now he has his own line of toys. Kid made a uh, hundred and fifty million dollars last year. He's eight. Um, Jesus, yeah. what the hell are my kids doing? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so my son's four, so he watches this stuff. So he's always like, every time I get him a Funko Pop, he'll like unbox it, and, and to nobody, just he'll be sitting at the table. He'll be like, "Hey guys, today we have a blah," and he's just doing a show to no one. Like, so it's, I'm like, I should probably just start recording this. Yeah, video. start recording that, man. It'd yeah. be nice if his dad had some like video editing skills yeah. or. Podcast, <laughs> dude. I, I'm. Uh, I think I'm. At, I joke with it with uh, my wife all the time because uh, my daughters want to like start like their YouTube and stuff, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess we'll let them. And then my son's always like, every day. So today is my day off. Tomorrow's my day off. He was like, 
dad, he's like, we're going to do a podcast today. So I'm like, I should, I'm just going to start doing, I think 15 minute podcasts with him where we just, he just talks and says whatever he wants. And then I'm just going to post him. Yep. Just yeah. to do it. We could I'm just like, put him and Claire on. Cause Claire says the same stuff. Dude, yeah, we do a podcast today. Dude, we should, we should, that's our guest for episode 30. I don't think my son's left-handed though. And hopefully Claire is left-handed, but she's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> fan, so Damn she's... it. <laughs> well, they're both Cubs fans. So <laughs> No, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we got, I gotta, but it's crazy. Like the internet's wild. I mean, that's kind of like what we talked about with with beef, though. It's like I like we would never meet half the people we meet. Like, without no, that's true. Meet. So it's like, I mean, I, I wonder what people. I guess people just probably went to the local pub and got hammered drunk with their buddies. I guess, mm-hmm. but you don't I mean, get quite the variety though. Yeah, when you do that, you know, <laughs> right? And you and you just don't get the connections. Like, I mean, like random connections. Do, Random connections just happen to me all the time. My gems knows I got a random connection over the weekend. It's just like, just stupid stuff. I got it texted the wrong number. I don't know if you guys are, are you, are you guys big discovery channel watchers? Yes. Mm. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard of the show? Um, how how this made. is made, how it's made. Uh, mm. the... Yeah. 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 I know which one you're talking about. Okay. So out of the blue, this Manhattan number texted me and was like, Hey, Hey, Mr. Brooks, is this still your number? And I was like, well, I was like, I know uh, Ray Brooks. We've had him on the show, and like he does like w- like uh, um, wounded hockey. vet hockey. And so like I was gonna help him try to set up a tournament. So I was like, I know he sent out some emails with my number to him, so maybe that's where it crossed up. So I was like, Ray Brooks, and he's like, No, and uh, he's like, I'm looking for Colin Brooks, and I was like, I'm like, okay, and then he's like, and then right after I was like, the voiceover guy, and I was like the fuck that's so weird i was like so i googled it couldn't find anything so i was like uh well i was like i was like i don't know colin brooks but i was like i, I do a podcast and i can if you ever need voiceover I just jokingly fucking just saying stupid shit and then he was like no he's like uh he was like oh that's cool he's like send me send me your portfolio and then i was like then he like sent over he's like oh he's like not colin brooks brooks more he were he's the discover or no he said the discovery channel voiceover guy so i was like brooks voiceover discovery channel just googled it and i was like oh brooks more i was like is this who you're looking for he's like yeah yeah dude's won like an emmy like <laughs> has done like the voice narration for like that show for like 10 years like pretty fam- i guess fairly famous inside that world i was like okay like that's a random connection so <laughs> what dude this other dude was like oh send me your portfolio once you guys have it once you have it up for like your podcast stuff he's like i always get people to ask me like for random connections if i knew how know how know anybody to do this so maybe i can help you out and pass it along i'm like that's the most random shit ever huh so yeah so just bump into random shit like that next thing you know you're gonna be doing voiceover for pornography it's gonna be just <laughs> uh, i'll do the intro to your guys uh uh sunday soaks. sunday soaks <laughs> <laughs> right now it's like uh like music that you hear like at an all-inclusive resort spa like it is that's what it sounds like and then there's like well, yeah, water splashing across our faces you know it's beautiful i i needed i needed something that uh that i didn't have the rights to yeah uh, so, and so you got to go with you got to go with the public domain shit so the, that's the hand flute music yeah did you get some like funky like uh royalty free ones man you're like what in the hell? And then some of them, you're like, why aren't you just actually making money off this? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Can't you get one of those bucket drummers to do it that are the- on <laughs> Bucket drummers. That's hilarious. The, the intro to our podcast is is a band that I used to be in. So like that's that's the intro to, to our podcast. But for the Sunday Soak, I was like, I need something like kind of like 
Piano Wish or something. <laughs> it's like it's like kind of cheesy and like like you could find a ton of public domain shit out there and it's it's not good. But if you put it with water splashing over three fat guys, it's kind of funny. So that's 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 what we went with. That's funny. You went with you went with the uh, the 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 early cheap laugh, right? That's I like it. I like it exactly. It's, it's a good way to get people onto the podcast. You know, it's it sounds like a Volvo commercial, but uh, but you know, with with fat guys and and water. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. My son is going buck wild. I don't know what he's doing, but um, it uh, gems look like he's about to fall asleep too. Which is the funniest thing. I'm like, <laughs> I don't have to work like tomorrow. Cool. I don't have to work tomorrow, but gems probably does. Um, well, sweet. Well, I was gonna say since we don't really have a draft set up, like maybe should we, I don't really want. I don't really want to like. Just, half as a draft or should it's we? it it's up to you guys man whatever you guys want to do i'm here I ha- for I, it i can i can pull if i can pull i mean i'll, I'll pull i to say i have my phone yeah. i can look stuff up if i have to i think my stock summer is gone he passed out so we, we have to see what what, what he's up to <laughs> um so this is 100 percent a bathroom break for my stock summer nice 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 <laughs> I, I think uh, I think something music related music related is great I think because it shows all of our different ages but now we got to figure out maybe um, uh, draft uh, walk up songs best walk up songs now they don't have to be somebody's actually walk up song just like the greatest songs for walking walk up mm. songs I I could try I'll try and do ones that that I I've seen used um, <laughs> and I. As long as we can include uh, maybe some some relief pitchers too, <laughs> you can't take yeah. that, you son of a bitch. I like it. I know where you're going. That, no, I, I mean, I, my, I real my number one. Mine. My number one overall is very easy, so I can, I, I can wait to I can go fourth and I'll get it. So I was gonna say I, I I'm definitely using the one I used in college. I'm drafting that as my as my uh, coming coming out song. So, all right. Well, since you guys are the guest, this is weird. I, no, what? Hey, come on, man! Don't be like that. No, um, uh, since you guys, we've never had. By the way, you guys are breaking history for us. Uh, this is the first time we've had two guests on the podcast. At one. Oh, man! So, uh, congratulations to you guys. I mean, oh, thank right. you. Go us. Uh, of course, I have like a, I have a coin here, and it's stuck under the gems. Do you have a coin or Paul Canerco's arm you can flip? I do have Paul Canerco's arm. I think. Yep. Yep. Right here. Okay. Can you can you figure out heads or tails on that one? I have the one armed statue. Broken <laughs> <laughs> Paul Canerco statue. Um, is it like fit? Does he have a solid fist? Like uh, I was gonna say, maybe you can flip it and like if it's fist down, it's tails or yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh my page again because it's starting yeah. to lag for me. Gems's <laughs> internet is sick too. Yeah, I. <laughs> that's how sick Gems is. His internet fucking is shit too. I like uh, that. Like when this happens, I get pushed up. And yeah. then when he comes back, he goes in the other corner. Yeah, it's and, weird. And then, and then I end up getting go go last. I, I, I actually I, have a quarter. Nice. You want nice. me to flip it? Yeah, you can. I actually manually moved everybody last time, but then I forgot that I because we had two guests. Luckily, I was like I turned the names on, which I don't normally do. I usually post edit that, so I was like, it, I don't even need to move anybody. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, you can flip a coin. All right. I don't well, know. You, if, I don't Teresa, know. If, you want to yeah, call? call it. Oh, sure. I'll go oh. heads. Yeah, it's heads. You got it. So you get to pick wherever you want to pick between one to four. And remember, it's a five-round draft, so I always forget who has the advantage on that. But I will. Uh, I will take. I'll take one overall. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just go first. 
I think one overall is the uh, is the advantage anyway. I think. Um, I think you get the first wrap wrap or something. Um, my sock summer. Where do you want to pick? I'm going to take the. I'm going to take the fourth pick. Okay, so I'll be the right, first. First gems. One. I, you obviously didn't hear, but uh, serpentine, right? Yep, serpentine. I like it. I like it. Fucking gems makes fun of me every time. I hate um. <laughs> all right, Jim. So you got the pick between. I'm gonna let you pick between uh, second or third. Uh, I don't care. Give me the third pick. I guess. Are we doing five or three rounds? We're doing five rounds because we'll just we'll wing through them pretty fast. I'm sure. All right. So I'll take two. All right. Uh, we can start the draft then. All right. So I'm up first, right? Yes. So I. This is a, a very short-lived uh, walk-up song, but this was when Ken Griffey Jr. was with the White Sox. <laughs> he walked out to Soul Glow from Coming to America. Nice. So the, the, the commercial song from Coming to America for, for the hair care product was Ken Griffey Jr.'s walk-up music with the socks. I've never loved anything more than that. That's, that's my number one overall. <laughs> I love that. I think that was mentioned on the Beef podcast. It was. I was like, "This is fucking lame, bro." That's what I was thinking <laughs> all in my head. I loved it. I, 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 I can never get enough of it. <laughs> uh, since I have the two pick, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take my, my walkout song when I was, when I would re- come in relief. Uh, I used Enrique Iglesias's "Hero." I thought that. Oh man, it's a great wow. song. Wow. Great, Good great word. Great Thank coming you, out of the bullpen Mark. song. You know what I'm saying? My God. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed how clever you were, even in the 80s tone. Dude, hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you were born in the fucking 2000s. 90. Fucking 90. Yeah. My my walkout song in college was Santeria, and I didn't really smoke pot or anything. I just really liked Sublime at the time. <laughs> Damn. I'm just gonna pick Santeria. That's a good song. I love, I love, uh, I love me some Sublime. I'll say that. That wouldn't that's be my song that I would pick up some some Sublime, but that's okay. It was a very anxious time to be like, hey, I need a song that's gonna play when you drop the pitch. Like, I don't know. Now, like <laughs> in high school, I used "Jump" by Van Halen because I just like put shuffle on my iPod and picked one. Yeah. See, I'd, I'd be like, like, God damn it! See, I, I phased out on you. Uh, I'd, I'd be like, saw red from Sublime. Like, it's just a little bit more like hyped up, you know. I need something a little bit like get me going. Um, I'm gonna. So I got, I got the turnaround. Um, I'm gonna go with Paul Canerco's walk up song, which was Harvester of Sorrow. Uh, I thought that was that's a fucking great that's one. A great one. And then also, and I don't know if this was like his entire career, but Mark McGuire used to come out to Welcome to the Jungle. And uh, those are the, those will be the two that I would go. Like I think those are just like end all be all. I mean, th- there's Metallica has a couple other like great ones, and I'm sure we'll get there. But yeah, but Welcome to the Jungle I think was like the best walk up sound like probably ever because it just has that beginning, and it was just like oh. And then you saw this big ginger coming out, and he was just gonna demolish this baseball, <laughs> you know. And he saw his tree trunk arms, and he was just like roided out to his brain, and he's just like yes, kill this ball. It was great. It was a great time Joaquin, to watch baseball. Joaquin Soria used to come into that. In, for his, Did he uh, really? Yeah, because I, I remember w- I made a, one of my bold predictions that the year that we had uh, Soria was that he was going to bring back Welcome to the Jungle. 
Did he? He did not. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, my predictions are always wrong. They're pretty bad. What did you make for this season? Like, how did you predict the White Sox season would go? For this season? Yeah. Or for that season? Or no, for this one. Like, if your predictions are always wrong. For this one, I had them winning the division, but that was that was it. So, like, not pay, making a pay, really far in the playoffs, just just winning the division. Okay, good. I picked like an over. I think I picked over ninety three wins because I think that was what it was, right? Like it was yeah. projected ninety three wins. I picked an over. That was before everybody fucking broke. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm probably fucked, but yep, <laughs> it'll be all right. Uh, so. And this might have been Gordon Beckham's walkout song, and for some reason it's stuck in my head. Did he have the summer of '69? No, no, he was, he was, yeah, he was the outfield. Oh, it was right? the outfield. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm still taking summer Josie. of '69. That's what I had in my head this whole time. So that's a good song, that's though. Song. That's I not a bad song. song. Yeah. That uh, did uh, did did me first. Give me, give me, just redo that song. Or someone else did. I can't. Man, I don't know. I feel like that's up me first. Then can you give me. It does sound like it. It probably. I is. just assume they've covered everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um. I. This is totally like. Uh, I'm just gonna be like contrarian in my pick here. Uh. If I was a baseball player, I would uh do the seventh inning stretch song as my walkout song, just because. <laughs> take me out of the ball game. So you're doing take time. me out of oh. the ball game. Just as my walk-up song. <laughs> That's where you lose the draft, sir. Good job, Don. Just lost the draft. Picking the seventh inning song. Is, is just because I, I feel like it would, I feel like it would fuck everybody up, though. They'd be like, "Is it seventh? Oh fuck! Oh no, it's just in. okay. Even better. You, oh, never mind. Oh. Are you gonna go? God bless America for like the, the your next pick. Uh, <laughs> So, am, am I up for the turnaround? You got the you turnaround, around, yeah. Can I get the, I'll do the national anthem. Now. No, uh, so um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna go. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna. I, I specifically asked for closers so that I could I could do these two, um, but I'm gonna do the Trevor Hoffman, Hell's Bells. I always thought that was that was an excellent uh, walk up song for for a closer. And then I mean like. The, the ultimate closer music from like the ultimate closer, Mariano Rivera, yeah. Enter Sandman. Like yeah. that, those, those are just, those are awesome. Like I, I love it. Does it, you can't, you can't go wrong with Enter Sandman. I mean, it's that Mariano Rivera's. I feel like the, the, like one of the few baseball players where like, even if he wasn't, even if you're not a Yankees fan, you're like, yeah, that guy's fucking good. No matter what, like you're not even going to debate he, it. He threw one pitch for like 40 <laughs> years and, and no one could hit it. <laughs> which is hilarious um that's a good those are good picks um i'm gonna do uh, i'm gonna go hip-hop because i just like i think the build is good i'm gonna do uh outcast uh rosa parks oh that's nice that's a yeah that's great just get, get you going man i'm just gonna what? go off of what was on our warm-up cd in high school <laughs> and i'm a scat man what? oh man <laughs> i mean <laughs> Wait a minute. Which one of you is friends with George McAfee? Like, <laughs> John, right? McAfee. John, John McAfee. McAfee. John McAfee. John McAfee. Because you're, you're dropping that, and then now you're saying scat, and it's like, mm, mm. I, I, got me thinking. That's a I, that's a random. That's a yeah. No idea why it was on there, but it was I mean, there. 
I thought I definitely thought you when you said the warm up ones. I was like, there's a couple ones that I'm like, okay, you're probably going with this one or this one or this one. That was not the one. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the my sock summer summer uh, bend here. The turnaround. I, I'm looking up other ones, but I I'm trying to stick with ones that I've seen and I know. And they're I don't always have to be sox players, but going to you know. 70 sacks games a year that's usually what you get yeah. so as tyler saladino used to come up to old thing new which was the a remix um, of a biggie small song um and something else it was like some horns and shit uh it's a great it's a good like it, it, it was good enough for me to go what the fuck is this song i need to go listen to it and i still listen to it and i've listened to it longer than tyler saladino was a white sock so that that's that's good and then Addison Reed, when he was with the White Sox, used to come out to Ball with the Ball by uh, Kid Rock, which was just Be- like, people have loved that. Wow, that is an awful fucking song. It's just <laughs> a great, like, run out to music, you know? And so I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go with that one. That's not a bad one, though. The, the build is, is really important on that one. Well, yeah. And then because my name is, you know, and then you're like, okay, here it comes. And then, like, literally, like, Listen, the White Sox fan base still still wants to hear Thunderstruck. So you, you you can't go wrong when you play Kid Rock. Political aspirations and opinions aside, Kid Rock still made some pretty good bangers back then. Like Cowboy, that's fucking great. Yeah. You know, that's a great song. Now, now it's not as much fun because he's kind of a turd. But uh other before he was he was all right. He was an all right guy. I feel like that's a good one. Probably Kurt Schilling's walk up. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Jesus. Uh, gems, gems, what 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 uh what starting with S song are you gonna pick this time? <laughs> it's not a starting with S song. <laughs> and I was running out of ideas and from that I could create on my own. So I Googled uh walk up songs. And I like oh, Joe Kelly's walk up song. Which is party up in here by the recently deceased DMX. That's a good one, man. Not bad. That that DMX monster truck though, man. That's something. That like, did you guys see that? No. When, when uh-huh. he got brought into like the uh, so so when he passed away, they they brought his casket to it was like the wherever the the Nets play uh, with whatever in uh. like in Brooklyn. Um, and they they showed up with this casket in like a monster truck and like just rode it down the street to the thing. It was fucking ridiculous. It's <laughs> it's all it's it's not hard to find. You guys uh go take go take a look on the internet. You you won't be disappointed. <laughs> my 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 real my my real question is a legit I mean, I feel like they disgraced him by not coming in on uh ATVs and mm-hmm. on like no. oh. wheelies. I mean don't, wheelies. No, no, no. Don't worry. There's cars. Okay. There's, okay. There's, a, there's people riding all around it. Okay. Then we're good. We're good. We're man. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a classic here. I think I, you know, I'm going to try to bring myself back from the take me out to the ball game pick. Uh, which good is, luck. Uh, give me a black Betty. That's a great. Oh, oh black Betty. that is good. Classic by Ram jam. Can't go. Can't go wrong with that one. Yeah. That's a good song. I listen to that almost semi-weekly. Gems that gems probably never heard it. Oh man, sorry, I was googling. (laughs) Gems, have you ever heard of Black Betty? Oh, back 
old Black Betty, Bam Bam. Yes. yes. No, 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 I have it. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna say earlier, like the sad thing is, is he, like he he pitched to uh, you know Santeria, but it, that was a uh, Sublime with Rome. That's just all he knows. He doesn't even know the real Sublime. Oh, you but know. the the uh, Ram Jam, the guys that did Black Betty, look up that video. Yeah, and it looks like every guy that might have fixed your computer back in the eighties. <laughs> Or a guy that works at your local gas station. And like literally, like the video is the best because they're like outside of somebody's house and they're yeah. just rocking out. And you're like, you know, they were just like calling their friends. They're like, just come over, we're shooting this video, please. Just hang out <laughs> while we're doing this. Cause it's gonna be so weird looking, but please just be here. And so there's like one dude in the back, like this grooving out, and there's chicks there. And I'm like, man, they probably drank a shitload of strows while they were filming this video, and it was probably awesome. <laughs> Gems has brought up the uh, the monster oh, truck. DMX. Oh my god! <laughs> is he really in that coffin? Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> Gems, Gems, oh, Gems came through. What'd you Google this... for that? DMX monster truck funeral. Oh, nice. Man, I DMX. Which everyone like... should have. That's that's how everyone should go out. That's I what we're gonna do for you, Teresa. I, I already told my wife that I would be disappointed with anything less. Okay. Now what if we do like one of those little kid those little kid ones that you can buy? <laughs> like, can we put you in the back of one of those? Yeah, power wheel. Oh, I told, dude, now I totally got it. See, if he somehow tragically passes away, you get him cremated, you put a little like a little casket on one of those like RC ones. Oh, yes. You, during a game, you throw it on the field, and then he's like streaking on the field. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm in for this. This is where he goes out, you know. Ride, so the, like, thing, <laughs> ride the thing around until until Billy Hamilton kicks it into the into the gutter. When, when I drown you this weekend in the Sunday soak, that, that's what we will do. <laughs> it's fitting. It's fitting. <laughs> am Am I up? Yeah, yeah you I got your so. last two picks. Am I up? So uh, okay, I'll I'll go with. Uh, well, so this was mentioned earlier, but not taken. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Gordon Beckham walk up song, which is uh, the outfield. I your love. It's it, it's yeah right. It's it's not called yeah. Josie. It's it's called your love, right? Okay, <laughs> your love. I got yeah. I got that. Okay. Um, Josie's then, on us. You know I'm gonna go with one from from this year because there's a, there's a track that I really enjoy. It's not my favorite player on the team, uh, but but I I like. This is walk up music, and this is it's Adam Eaton's walk up music. He walks up to this is how we do it. Love it. I love it because so it's, it's the least fitting song for for an Adam Eaton, and I just I just enjoy the hell out of it. Because you know oh, he seems oh, like a big way, party guy. He he looks like the guy from Super Troopers now. He looks like the one cop from Super <laughs> Troopers. The, the, the Steve. Uh, what the hell is the it? guy that gets shot in the cup with has a metal cup. Yes, yes. Yeah. He looks yeah. like that dude now. With <laughs> you all want to go to Mexico? Yeah, that, that <laughs> yes. guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Steve Lemmy. That's that's, that's a great that that's guy. A, yes, man. That's a that's a that's a good uh, that's a good list. So I usually recap them, but so we, so we have the Soul Glow song, mm-hmm. Hell's Bells, Enter Sandman. You called it the outfield. Is that what it? Is the that, band is the, the outfield. Band. The song okay, your so love, your love, and then uh, this is how we do it. But Montel Jordan can't beat that. I mean, that's a pretty. That's a pretty solid list. I have Hero by Enrique, Enrique Iglesias. Take me out to the ball game. Outcast, Rosa Parks, Black Betty, and then I'm going to finish mine off by uh, calling it back to this this uh, podcast. 
doing uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy by Alice Cooper. Nice. That's not bad. Way to bring it back to My Sock Summer's heyday. Yep. Mm-hmm. My good times. Yep. <laughs> so you need to take like something from the West Coast, like the Beach Boys or something. Oh, I got something pretty West Coast <laughs> coming, so you don't you worry about it. NWA. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take... Oh, wait. I forgot to run yours down. They're great. Gems has uh, Santeria by Sublime in Rome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Summer of 69 by... Uh, why did my totally blanking on? Brian Adams. Um, then you got Scatman. I don't even know who sings that song. Scatman, uh, John. <laughs> oh, you're talking about guys taking poop those in the mouth. I don't get it. <laughs> Party up by DMX, and then he's gonna close it out with Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison. God, Brown Eye Scat, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> I have a big poop guy tonight. <laughs> no shit. Yes, uh, <laughs> dude. I'm surprised you didn't. Uh, you didn't get the uh, the cinnamon toast crunch uh, hot Carl guy. Blow, oh, man. <laughs> Would have been the whole thing. He's awesome though. Yeah, married. Yeah. He married Topanga. You gotta, you gotta give it up for that. That's pretty awesome. High school sweetheart too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brought it back. Yep. It's impressive. So my my last pick is a band. If I, I'm just gonna go with if I was a, a either a pitcher or a, a pinch hitter because I don't think I could be a star. I, I would only be like in pinch hit <laughs> situations or like a closer type thing. Um, is going to be from the greatest band ever fronted by a rapper, Body Count. And the song is <laughs> There Goes the Neighborhood. I mean, that like those opening chords, the burn, like, I mean, come on. You can't get any better than that. So, like, if I don't, I know Jabs is going to have to look that up, but uh, it's, it, it's, uh, Body Count is just it, intense. They're insane. I am probably the only person in their 40s that listens to body count while they're doing dishes and their kids are getting bathed <laughs> in the room next door. But like I, I still I that that record is one of the best records ever. And I just it was it was a great it just made a mark on me and it, it's still there. It's still it, there. Am I uh am I totally I don't know why I'm like to, I'm not blanking, but like is was body count always fronted by ice T? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. And they're still well, around. There's a video. Yeah, they a like video put they, out a new album like last year. Yeah. And they, they, they were at the Troubadour. And like at the end of the show, like Ice-T brings out his wife, Coco. And like she like gets topless and is dancing on the stage. Like it's the most insane shit. Like he's like, we're still freaks. We're freaky. We're freaky. We're, we'll keep doing it. And it's like, ah, man, like he just he's in his 50s. And he's still like just like bringing the bringing the pain. Oh, it's just wonderful. Is, isn't he? Is, he's he's a he plays a detective on Law and Order SVU. Yeah, sexual victims unit one. That's sure what, does. Weird that he just gets that freaky. He is. He's pretty freaky. I met him in strip club in Vegas. He's he's pretty awesome. That's the only place you should meet Ice T. That's the yeah. only place he ever is. I would guess. He's on the set of the that show, or he's uh, or he's he's performing with Body Count, or he's in a strip club. There's the, those are your three options. I love how my son just turned the lights out on me. Yeah, no, you look fine. Uh, you know, we, we were at. I thought we that's to... how you were telling us it was done, dude. No, he <laughs> just he just he just he just tripped out my uh, my whole light. It was so funny. He just pulled the thing out of the wall. Hilarious. I'm just gonna do the rest of the show like this. I don't care. Oh man, no, that's those are all those are all solid good picks. I mean, yeah, walk up like, music's the best though. Get like, you going. 
Yeah, man. I mean, like that's that's the thing. Like, I, I think that's something that everyone who's gone to a baseball game has thought to themselves. Like, if I was going up there, what would I walk up to? You know, and like just and I feel like it it changes year over year too. Like mm-hmm. you you just like you you like you're listening to the radio and I'm like, oh man, I'd love to walk up to this track. Like this this is just this is just my jam for these next seven minutes. That's yeah. how that's how I uh that's how I think of songs. Like when I hear songs, I'm like could you walk up to yeah or come out to this? I mean, so w- when exactly did you hear "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" and think, you know what, I could walk up to this song? I think <laughs> that that was that was just like my the bottom of the seventh inning. That was just my that was just my straight like I want to mess with people. One, you got to have that. It's it's got to be the Ozzy Osbourne version where he doesn't know all the words and he's just like he's kind of just mumbling through it and you're just like is is Ozzy just gonna fall out of the out of the out of the stands here. Does does every stadium do take me out of the ball game with their people, or is that just the Cubs? That's just the Cubs. Like okay, so, like yeah. I mean, like I was gonna say, because I, I, I would take it to like the that. extra level and get one from each stadium, and then when I played in that stadium, played their version. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, one. I yeah. feel like if anyone else else is doing it, where they're like, there's a guest doing it or someone, like I think it's just that's kind of ripping the Cubs. That's did, that's kind of always been there. But do the Cubs even do have special guests anymore? doing it or i, I don't know just, I, like, is it like for a while it used to be like every game they had somebody do it and i think they played it out and i don't think they do that anymore but i don't know because usually by the seventh inning of the cubs game i'm fucking pretty hammered i don't, I don't, I don't know the, the marquee network so i don't i don't know i think they do it no i have it, it. I, should I think watch. they have like the tupac holographic that would be dope right i want to party i want to party with the holographic harry carry I bet he's got some great Carey could still outdrink me. Like there's no, there's no <laughs> chance that I could outdrink him. You know how he died? Didn't he get drunk at the re- or did he have a stroke or something at the restaurant? Like, I mean, he was like six hundred years old, man. Like, yeah. But, but there's like there's stories of that dude drinking, man. It's wild. Like you, you'd have to like if you went to dinner with him. I think it was like two or three martinis you had to have before you could order. Like Jesus. he wouldn't let you order food until you had like two yeah. or three martinis, and like. That's, I mean, that's a lot of vodka or that's gin, a lot. whichever one you're going to go. <laughs> Especially since, I mean, doing, doing shows like, or doing the, the games every day. Like, I mean, he's what doing at least 80 plus games. And then he's still, still going like that. Jesus. He was, well, yeah, early, wasn't he? For the, yeah, yeah. End of his career? for a long time. For a long time. That's crazy. Stonewax is poetic on Harry. He likes, he liked Harry, I think. Cause I think, I think it was like, cause Harry made him look good. Like, because Harry was just a mess, so like Stone looked looked like he knew what he was talking about, which he does. I like Stone. I, I think Stone was like, I know a lot of people don't like him, but I, I think he's one of the treasures. He's a definite treasure of the game, he's and the he's best. a nice guy. He's plus he's a one away guy, so that that helps a little bit too. So. <laughs> I know who's not not a treasure is the anybody in the booth for the marquee Cubs games. They're garbage. They're trash. <laughs> what Boog? Boog's no good. Dude, every, my my wife's a diehard Cubs fan, and like we watch the games, and I'm just like, these guys have no clue what the fuck they're talking about. I swear. Like, Len, Lens was good. Like I liked Len on the radio, and you know who else I really liked? I had a car in college, and I could only get AM radio, so I would listen to like a lot of Cubs games when I was driving. <laughs> and um, I, I listened to uh, Ron Sano. I really liked Ron Sano. Like I thought he was like a good, had a good perspective on the game. 
and like how he talked was just good. Like he kept everybody entertained. And then I heard Hawk Harrelson. I was like, this is the same kind of deal. Like they both were like kind of similar. They were big time homers and they just, they both loved the game. And that was, it, it was, it was refreshing to hear stuff like that. Cause these guys like they didn't, they weren't trying to not be a homer. Like they were yeah. just fucking homers. So like this sucks. That's some stuff you're never going to get again though. Like, like no, they're not going to hire announcers that are just like straight homers like that anymore. Like they just, they're just not going to. Like, I don't know. So I don't know. The Cubs guys, the Cubs guys are pretty bad. Like they're not like Homer homered, but like, it's like more so like, you know, like the Cubs pitcher will hit somebody and then the guy will get pissed off and they'll be like, and they'll be like, Hey, hey man, I don't know why you just said, calm down. I don't think you're trying to hit him. Blah, blah, blah. And then, and, and, and then, and then literally the next, next inning, like, fucking Rizzo's hanging four four feet over the fucking plate gets hit and they're like they're like oh this is getting out of control and you're like <laughs> what like, I, hey. I think Boog is just kind of overcompensating for being like a national guy like I don't think he's from Chicago originally is he mm. no I don't think so so he's just I'd party with him from ESPN do you say you met him in a strip club in Vegas? No, but I said I would party with him. He's yeah. a big fat guy too. Like we'd be talking about with like, he was with yeah. and Ice T hang out all the time. Boog, they were just they were, they were at Crazy Horse too. They were looking for Jenna Jameson too. Boog, know, Boog plays bass and body count. <laughs> Dude, he died. Moose man. Oh, he died. Yeah, that's sad. Like you even bring that up. Like you picked bass. The one guy who died. Ernie C is still alive. Uh, Moose man on the bass. He. Died. I like that you're just naming all the guys from body count like we know who they are <laughs> I, I was legit just trying not to, remember ernie c i was legit just trying to pick the 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 instrument that would have been the easiest for someone <laughs> who couldn't play to play <laughs> well thank you tom i, I appreciate that <laughs> yeah yeah Teresa's question. a bass player uh, well Did you kind of jameson uh no but that's why we were at crazy horse too because so <laughs> i this is it. And this is my last story of the evening, folks. <laughs> but no, I, we went to the uh, we went to Crazy Horse 2 because that's where Jenna Jameson was. I had gone out to Vegas for uh, the year 2000 turnover, right? Like, so 99 into 2000. Where me and my buddy were like, listen, if the world's going to blow up, we should probably go someplace really cool. So we went to Vegas. And my buddy's parents had just moved out there, and they had a big old house. So, like, please come out. And it was awesome. Like, we had a great time. But we were there for 10 days, which is far too long to ever be in vegas <laughs> but we were that was okay so we were we were there and um i'm like dude i want to go to crazy horse too because this is where jenna jameson like got her start like as a stripper and so they're like cool let's go so we go and while we're there they're like hey if you want to you know free lap or free shirt with a lap dance and i was like oh i want to buy a shirt why not get a lap dance and get a free shirt two for one this is my brain i'm great Every girl's gone except for like one chick and she's just standing there, does not want to do this whatsoever. And I'm like, whatever. I go, I'll give you the $20. I just want a shirt. So she's like, okay. So she starts giving me this like totally unenthused lap dance. And I'm like, I don't really even care because I'm like, I'm just there for the free t-shirt anyway. She looks down at me and she goes, do you know who Ice-T is? And I go, yeah. And she goes, he just walked in. And I was like, oh yeah? And she goes, I know him. I go, oh really? I go, why don't you introduce me to him? And she goes, okay, hold on. I'll be right back. And I'm like, Oh, like we're, we're like, we're only like eight verses into fucking stroking. And you're like rolling out. Like, come on. 
Like, no. So she goes. And so I'm yelling at my buddies who are on the stage. And I'm like, hey. You know, so they come over. And they're like, what? I go, Ice-T's here. And they're like, oh, yeah, where is he? I go, he's over there, supposedly. I go, but the girl that's giving me a dance, the dance is like, knows him. She's going to introduce me to him. And so I'm, she's like, okay. He's like, okay, okay. I go, well, look for me because I'll make a motion. So she comes back. And uh, she looks at me and she goes, yeah, he's going to be right over there going to the VIP room. Just go over after the song and just say hi to him real quick. And I was like, man, you don't know him. Like, <laughs> I can do that on my own. Like, you didn't, you didn't do anything, you know? So I get my shirt, whatever. I walk over there and I stand there and I literally walk right up to him. And I'm just like, I'm a big fan. As a, as a young white kid in the Midwest, I just loved you. Thank you, you know, for all you did, you know, body count. You know, you dressed as a police officer on Rolling Stone, like had it framed. I just, this was just awesome. And he's like, man, thanks. And then he walked back with four girls into the back area. And I was like, God, what a, what a fucking legend. And this, and this was like, after I'd watched like his behind the music and he was like happily married with his wife. And like, he's with like four, four girls going back there. And that's like where he met Coco. I don't know if he met her at that strip club particularly, but like he met her at a strip club. So yeah. By the, by the way, you didn't just didn't realize, but the girl giving you the unenthusiastic lap dance was Coco. No, oh, see, no, I would <laughs> remember that. Remember that. But it was, that it was, I would, it was before, it was before the plastic surgery. She was, oh my God. It was, it was sad, but it was like, listen, we're both here just to like, we're like for me zone. And I want a t-shirt. She wants my $20 and my meager $5 tip probably after. And it's like, just, let's just get this over with. You know, I got to meet ice tea. So that was awesome. You're you like, got a both here to meet Ice T, and we're both going to be disappointed by him. I love uh, how you got a T-shirt, you got to meet Ice T, and you got a, a lap dance. And the lap dance is the least great thing out of that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was the worst. It was the worst. Well, gentlemen, I think we've kept you long enough. But I, from what Beef said, you guys go long on your podcast. So we do, and I've listened to a few, and they're enjoyable. So I will. Uh, <laughs> I always, I always enjoy. Uh, I'm like, I'm listening to a White Sox podcast, and I do not like the White Sox. I don't not like the White Sox, but like, I'm like, it's it's, it's hilarious because you guys talk about a bunch of fun stuff. Um, so I definitely want to make sure everyone can find you. So where's the best place for them to find the podcast for you? So you just go to. At from the 108 on Twitter or just from the108.com. And you could find you could get to everything from there. You know, we're on we're on YouTube. We're on we're not really on Facebook, but <laughs> you can you can find us on YouTube, you can find us on Twitter. That's like where we're mostly gonna be around. And then the podcast is on every podcast uh site, and it's just called From the 108, White Sox for the inebriated. And uh just go just go look for from the 108. You'll find it pretty much everywhere. No one else mm. has called that. It's the, it's all one word, so it makes it even easier. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys having us on, man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yep. Love chatting it up, having some beers with with you guys. Really fun. That was awesome. We uh, I I I think uh, this is now officially the longest podcast we've had. Yes. So yeah, I think he has beat beef. So yeah, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, he was two hours eleven minutes. <laughs> I was I've been watching it the whole time. <laughs> so beef love twenty twenty one. Fuck. And the, and the crazy part is is when we got off with beef, uh, I was I told Gems and me and Gems both agreed like that was probably our favorite podcast that we had done at the time, and I think this one might be. Might be better. Yeah. Now I truly fuck beef love 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor said the same thing. She hates the white Sox, but that beef loaf episode was one of her favorites. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we don't talk much white Sox baseball for being a white Sox podcast. So, I mean, it, it all works out. So don't worry about it.
<laughs> we love it. So, uh, so you guys are welcome back anytime you want. Uh, we definitely loved loved having you guys on, and uh, maybe next time we'll do a a shorter version with all three of you on, or something like that. But uh, yeah, it uh, won't happen. No, or a longer yeah, version. Yeah. Oh, we'll hit that three hour mark for you. That first oh time God. you go as long as the Godfather. It's it's a real special day. So you, you gotta we'll be just do a Joe, Joe Rogan podcast. We'll just go five hours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I we did we I guess we should probably start getting people on board. Beef said he would do it. If we try to break the world record for the longest podcast, can we get an hour out of each of y'all? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh well, yeah. see, you're gonna have to be an hour. I went like sixteen. We've gone. <laughs> My Suck Summer, what was that one we did? It was like one of the, the holiday shows. It was like either the Festivus show or one of those, but it was like four, four and a half hours, I think. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. It was like 11 guests, like four and a half hours. And <laughs> I was long. under my couch by the end of it. So I got <laughs> I I, I, the whiskey had got me and uh, it was, I was done. I had, know? I was stacking beers and at one point they all just kind of fell. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> <laughs> did yeah. you did you legitimately have a cup like you had a you had a snake cup going on? I I just had a, I just had a <laughs> stack of of, of beers because like my desk is only so big, so yeah. I had to start stacking them, and then they just came tumbling onto me. It was wow. uh, it was not great. Well, it was great that's... theater, but it was not great for me. <laughs> fucking office public. <laughs> oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure. <laughs> well, uh, well, we we definitely appreciate it, and I know if anyone's listened to this and you got this far for sure, go check out uh, from the 108 because it's it's way better than this for us. Oh. So, I mean, so we... it's basically this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just glad that like I somehow found a fellow Lions fan that was also left-handed to introduce me because Jim's Jim's was the one who introduced me to your guys' podcast. So. Um, when he put you guys in our bracket, which was pretty awesome. So, and then ever well, since then, I've been listening. So, well, thank we you. Thank you for it. having us. And, uh, Gems, any we'll parting shots? You wanna? No, just thanks for coming on. That was a lot of yeah. fun. I figured it would be. Yeah. Come back out to a game, man. We, we got to, now we can like all like sit right close to each other. So, yeah, get back out there. Yeah. I plan, hopefully soon. I'd like to take my. I got to try to change my daughter's perspective on what team she likes. So I'm hoping to bring her. <laughs> yeah. How old is she? Four. Four. Eh, you might be fucked. I got, I, got <laughs> I, mean, the, I got the two under one I'm trying for, but I think the four year old I'm screwed on. You just buy him stuff like stuffed animals with socks, logos and shit. That's what just I get her a bunch so, of stuff. Dude, that'd be yeah, just yeah. hilarious in your house. You got like one Cubs fan and then two like White Sox fans. <laughs> Well, that was the opposite for me growing up. I was in a Packer Cubs house, and I was a Lions and oh. White Sox. True Oof, contrarian. Man. So, well, get her just start just start playing her uh, um, playing the playing the little ones out from the one hundred and eight podcast as they go to sleep. <laughs> just pipe it in, pipe it into their. <laughs> That's how Wave you do it. Sucks. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for coming uh, and listening to the podcast, and um, we will see you guys next time. Cool. Thanks, guys. Later.